performance you would never think that we had the lyrics in front of us <laughs> yeah was he going off booked this this background i singer? think you have the wrong song in front of you <laughs> i just am like body some of you remember we did sing that didn't we sing that yeah yeah it's last a- episode maybe who knows i i can't keep track of time space our guest today said that he listened to a bunch of episodes but just the karaoke so yeah very yeah, flattered he you could guys probably nailed tell it today <laughs> thank oh you thank God. you so much you know you don't hit the mark every single time but that's the journey of an artist yeah that's right yeah you and have also- to keep trying it's the artist's way <laughs> I lent you that book. Have you read it yet? No, I still haven't read it. It's, it's been on my bookshelf for uh, two and a half years. Good. That's um, good. But I believe that I'm going to get to it because that's the artist's way. Exactly. Wow. You're great. With us today is John F. O'Donnell. Hey, guys. Welcome back to the show. Yeah, I'm psyched to be here. Oh, before I forget, I do love when you say like, what's up, army of cons? Mm-hmm. Thank you. I'm like... Ooh, I get to be a cunt. Yes. Know? Yeah. Like Official nobody, welcome to the army. Nobody ever calls me a cunt. <laughs> I've been called a cunt many times. <laughs> right? And, yeah. Uh, uh, I don't know that I've been called a cunt. Not to my face. Not to your face. And I call I, you a cunt behind your back <laughs> all the time. I believe it. Uh-huh. And then I also think of that other podcast, Legion of Skanks. Yes. And I'm like, ooh, mm. the army of cunts versus the Legion of oh, Skanks. Oh, what yeah. a battle that would be. Yeah, absolutely zero affiliation. <laughs> Just to make it clear. Who would win? <laughs> um, I don't know. I, hmm. That's a really good question because like our fan base, they're re- like, they go to bat for us if people. Yeah, they, they yeah, do. So like, I, I think that they, they, they're very strong, definitely. But their fan base are literal Nazis. Yeah. So, it's hard to tell. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably pretty evenly matched, I would so, say. Someone <laughs> made a fake, a piece of fake merch for us and I'm forgetting the person, but uh, so we had a fan come after us and post a bunch of stuff on our private Facebook group. And so all of the members of the army of cunts came after her. Like she was like, these girls are bitches. And everyone was like, Oh hell <laughs> oh, no. Shit. It was yeah. magnificent. And, um, one of the comments that this person said was she was like firing back at everybody else and she tagged someone and she goes first of all at this person you're a bitch and I was like it's so pure (laughs) (laughs) just getting this out of the way let's make sure this is here up front and you are a bitch someone made a pin that just said first of all comma you're a bitch yeah (laughs) and I was like that's organization. I also, that's merch. Yeah, it's yeah. great merch. I want to make that into... I have so many merch ideas. I know. Yeah. You know what, you guys? My mom doesn't love the Army of Cunts mugs, by the way. Shocking. <laughs> it's one of her least favorite of my artistic endeavors. Well, it's the best. So yeah. if she has taste, she'll come around. Yeah, I, hopefully. I have a lot of merch ideas, but merch... Uh, the thing about merch is it doesn't sell. Mm-hmm. Doesn't sell. Costs money to make. It costs more money than you make back. Yeah. And so it's like... 
actually the worst idea ever, but I have so many ideas that I I'm know. like, that would be fun. And but it you also- get to say like, I got all this merch. <laughs> That's yeah. where we segue. We become the merch <laughs> comics. <laughs> In the back of my van. <laughs> like if shortening the word merchandise to merch yeah. didn't sound so cool. Yeah. Man, whatever I know. Did. Nobody would make it. I got a bag of mugs with cunt on it in the back if you want to come check them out. <laughs> I'm going to rent a van. <laughs> I'm going to Cincinnati. Uh, email me if you want to work the merch table. <laughs> Let's do it. I'm going to rent a van just so I can fill it with merch. Th- let's do it. Let's... I'm not going to drive it anywhere. I'm just going to park it in the Brooklyn Navy Yard. <laughs> let's <and> throw <laughs> people come you're gonna be like, come into my merch command. You're making me a real creeper about it. You know what that really- could also be merch. A picture of you saying, come into my merch van. You yeah, know? this mm-hmm. is a little. Ooh, meta merch. That's right. <laughs> With the picture of me in front of the van. Yes. Yeah. Um, I merch have on a- merch. I have a merch idea that this is, is not. This is what comedies come to. <laughs> this used to be a way that comedians made money, and now we're like, lol. Yeah. I mean, I wanted almost like merch on merch crime. It doesn't even make any sense. I, I have an idea for merch. <laughs> yeah. What do you got? It's not like anything related to the podcast. Diva Cups. Yeah, Diva Cups yeah. with a logo on it. Yeah. No. Devo Cups for okay. dudes. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they do. Mm-hmm. You put it up your asshole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to catch your diarrhea. <laughs> there are some people that would definitely be into that. Yeah, me included. Okay. Yeah, What's Scat your plays idea? a thing. Yeah. Uh, my idea, it, it's not related to anything we've ever said on okay. the podcast. I just think, like, I think these shirts would actually sell. Okay. So you know how there's a new Charlie's Angels movie coming out? I didn't know that, but there, okay. Okay, there's a reboot coming out. Mm-hmm. Thank just God. Be- yeah. Before you even know anything about that, uh-huh. how do you feel about that? Did Charlie's Angels need a reboot? No, it was perfection. It's perfection. Yeah, yeah. Drew Barrymore, Lucy Liu, and Cameron Diaz are yeah. the angels. Yeah. So I want to make a shirt with the the new logo of Charlie's Angels and in the font, write not my angels. Wow. Yeah, that would sell at least three Fuck for yeah, sure. Dude. Yeah, you would buy one. I'd buy fucking seven of them. <laughs> That's all I'll wear. Not my angels, not my president. Also, TM guys. Isn't the, the Drew Barrymore one a remake? Yes. Yeah, but that those are my angels is yeah. the point. It's yeah. a generational the, thing. The one, Every generation has their yeah, angels. Yeah, okay, those well, are your angels. Yeah. And yeah. also prior to that, the old ones were like in the 70s. Yeah. And fuck those people. Uh, yeah. They're, they're probably they're dead. old. Yeah. <laughs> slash dead. Um, they were just making their whole living on merch. <laughs> yeah. Um speaking of, of uh women yes. on women. Oh my god. You're so good. It's been a minute since we recorded. It's nice to be back. I have returned from Burning Man. People are so curious. They're to thirsting. Hear your burning Man st- They're thirsty. They're thirsty for my Burning oh, Man yeah, they're stories. Thirsty. I thought you said thirstying. Yeah, I mean something like that. Yeah. You don't have to fucking drag me in front of the guest <laughs> asshole um yes so the B- burning man there a lot of things went down so i'm gonna i'm gonna release it in tidbits it's gonna be a slow release um because we have a lot to get to but let's start it off with the orgy why not you know what i mean lead I, lead with the orgy yeah that's a I, merch well, t-shirt can i preface this by saying like before before a few days before you left for Burning Man, we had a conversation with oh, yeah. Rachel Green. Mm-hmm. Um, that probably, if you haven't heard it, then what the fuck are you doing? You're listening out of order. I like, know. Go back. You're an idiot. Um, <laughs> Andrea was talking about like having a strong desire to hook up with a woman, mm-hmm. and Rachel was like, "You're going to Burning Man. That's Manifest the mecca that for shit. women who want to hook up." With <laughs> <women."> <laughs> Burning Man is the LGBTQIA. 
fucking Mecca. Yeah. I mean, it's a lawless place where you can be 100% yourself and what a safe environment. I could probably, obviously I could hook up with a woman in, a woman in New York, but Burning Man just provides opportunities, so to speak. So I... I got I got there and so Burning Man has like activities all the time. It's so organized. It's a 70,000 person city. I had no idea it was that big. It's huge. That's what she said. Huge. <laughs> Thank you so much. Amazing. Thank you. I- I'm looking good, baby. Something weird should happen to a comic when they do that. Like, uh-huh. like a nail should fall off or something. You know? I would have or, negative Yeah, nails. I'd have no nails. That's another merch. That's what she said, T-shirt. Oh, yeah, just make those. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not and ironically. Just pictures make of the office. <laughs> yeah. And on the back, a picture of a hand with no nails. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, just the uh, steepest cut just ever. a store of bootleg stuff from Chinatown. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know if Hot Mess is doing it right, but, uh, but these knockoff Louis Vuitton bags are fucking awesome. They've sunk forty thousand dollars. I love the knockoff Louis Vuitton bags. I love the Fuji bags. I love the Panda bags. We're, we're, it's in the business. It's in the mix. Okay, so so you get to Burning Man. They give you a book. They give you a book, and it has all the activities that are happening all the time in any campsite. So there's all these camps and I'm cruising through like planning my days and I see in Beavertown camp, which is the uh, lesbian camp, there is something called the strap on a thon that is from 9 PM till question mark. And I was like, all right, this is, this is where I'm doing it. This is where I'm manifesting my lady on lady, business so i was very nervous strap did, did you know like what you hear strap on do you know you know exactly what you're getting right because i if mean I i'm heard- assuming there's gonna be strap-ons and some sort of a thon of right. sorts <laughs> i would be nervous that it's like you like know a, a dance-a-thon where like you need to keep the strap on the longest like a glass and- dildo making <laughs> class <laughs> Like a da- like a dance-a-thon, you need to be dancing all night. Like, do I need to be strap-oning all night? I mean, there's a, descrip- a description, but also Burning Man usually like means it. You know what I mean? When they're yeah. like strap-on-a-thon, it's not like a kooky craft thing. It's like we gon' fuck in yeah, the it's desert. Not like a bunch of people with strap-ons <laughs> running a literal marathon. That actually no. could desert. happen, though. That that's could not happen. what I'm saying. I'm saying like I would be nervous, like. Do I have to wear a strap on? Oh, is yeah. it a competition? No, they give you all the details. They're like, come to our orgy dome at Beaver Town. You know, come alone, come with the group. There will be strap ons aplenty. Like, you know, they're very, very organized, which. Do, do they? Do they sterilize the strap? Oh, yeah. There's like a. Emily would never be involved (laughs) in this at all. Like the questions you're asking (laughs) are like, you want nothing to do with this. She's like, what's the description? I would be nervous about the logistics. I would be nervous about (laughs) everything about this. Do you have to bring your own? If you don't bring your own, are the ones that are there clean? I mean, what are we. (laughs) What type of disinfectant are we talking? Is it a competition? (laughs) Are they. Are they confined? Are you shot if you don't perform correctly? What happens if you do poorly? Is it strap-on roulette? Oh, Uh, that that would be very cool. Yeah. Merch. You Um. (laughs) You have to like do rock, paper, scissors to see if you're a strapper or a strappee. Did you wear a strap-on? Yes. So, so, okay. So I go there and, you know, it's interesting. I was re-listening to the Rachel Green episode uh, before I left and I edited it. Um, 
fairly heavily and I mentioned it to you not because Rachel was bad or anyone else was bad but I was so I could I was saying like so much during that recording and was fumbling over my words and I'm like oh this genuinely makes you very nervous like I'd never heard obviously I fuck up on the pod but I'd never heard myself be so like don't fucking you know and so (laughs) that was my feeling going into this because I have hooked up with other women but only in a blackout you know and and not for several years yes and also like I think anybody would be nervous absolutely well this is like this is high level uh Right, woman this, on woman. This, this is, is the strap on. This is the strap on a thon. So <laughs> it's like the Olympics. <laughs> First, I'm just doing regionals in Brooklyn in blackout pussy eating, and now I'm in the desert strapping like, on dead yeah. sober. It's, it's like a triathlon. <laughs> it's like what pole vaulting is meant to be. Exactly. <laughs> These other people who are in the strap on they've been training all year. They, yeah, they've been training all and year. And you just walk in there and yeah. expect to be able to compete. Yeah, it was very nerve wracking. <laughs> very nerve wracking I went in I went in nervous also this is always what is a stumbling block with me and other women is that pre fucking there's this like t- you know I know how to flirt with men I know how the interactions go down I know, you know the dance I know the dance and I <laughs> I know like when it's appropriate to be sexual um, but with women, I don't know the dance. And also I don't want to be disrespectful <laughs> to you. I don't know if you just want to be chatting with me genuinely, or you're actually being like, May I coach you, Madame? I don't yeah. fucking know. Yeah. Um, I mean, your first clue would probably be like, you're both at the strap on. Right. Bond. Well, that's a, that's that <laughs> that's is a definitely big a yeah. big clue. So I get there and there's clipboards everywhere. Everyone's fucking ready for this thing to go down. And what are the clipboards? They're just like <laughs> pictures of dicks that like show you different strap ons. <laughs> no, there was that's hilarious. You're like, what do you do? <laughs> I held the clipboard, <laughs> I checked everybody in. I'm here for the ship. <laughs> um, they were like, you must be the volunteer. Yeah, there are volunteers. There's wow, beautiful. So it's like organized, so organized. There's just a legion of lesbians just funneling all of us sexually curious and/or secure people into this dome and you go up and you sign up I was like I was maybe 20 minutes late for the beginning it goes all night and they were like okay you're a number 133 so there was like and and they were like you won't be in that dome for like at least another hour so I think like the whole event I think probably over the night course there were at least like 200 to 300 strap honors so it was like very very uh, you know, popular uh, and yeah. and and intense. So it's like waiting online for a ride at a theme park. <laughs> exactly park, right. You, know? you get a rainbow bracelet <laughs> and your number one hundred and thirty three, and then you wait. So what, I, what did you do while you were in line? Uh, so so you don't have to wait. You just get your number and then you hang out. So there's oh, like okay. music playing. People all like hanging out. It's like a house party. Gaggles of lesbians all talking, and then there's me in the corner like. Hello, everybody. (laughs) I'm alone, which is like, I prefer that. I'm not like bringing my friends with me to watch me fumble over. Were any of them interested? My one friend was like, I'll come with you and watch. And I was like. Like watch you fuck? Yeah. And I was like, no, you're absolutely not watching me (laughs) fuck. I'd be like, absolutely not. That makes it worse. No. (laughs) It's horrible. You're going to see me like thrusting and crying. No, it's not happening. Um. 
I didn't cry. Wait, how way. do you decide who is the, the thruster and the thrustee? That's just... Well, we'll get to that. Okay, cool. But uh, let's not put the strap on before the strap the on. Horse. Yeah. <laughs> put the strap on before the cart. Merch. Okay. <laughs> so. Hey, what's up? I'm Merch. Like, if your name was Merch, you'd be cool. Oh, I just hung out with Merch last night. So, so. Merch has his own merch. <laughs> yeah, he does. My friend was, she's like curious, I think. And she was like, I would just love to see it. I mean, anyone would love to see it. It's it's a sight to be seen. It's like. It's a sight to behold. Hundreds of women just like. Fucking. I would love to see Fucking. it. And I mean, I you even. You would also love to see it? I would love yeah, to see it. Yeah, every <laughs> red hot blooded really? American. <laughs> I would have never. Huh. Um, well, even the sex party that we went to, I mean, it's like th- this mind boggling yeah. thing, but like, I didn't see any strap on. Yeah. Like, that's I know. a whole other situation. Yeah. It's also like. A lot of scream, a lot of feminine screaming. Yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of like, wh- there were whips. A lot of hens in the hen house, <laughs> so to speak. A lot of clucking. <laughs> okay, so so my friends like, I wanna, so I wanna, I wanna see this, <laughs> and I'm like, no, I, I get your, I get your curiosity, and like, go another night, but this is already like very nerve wracking for me, and now what? My best friend from childhood is watching me plow a chick no i'm not no, doing that's that disrespectful yeah it's it was weird so but she was like okay i'll bike you over there and like get you settled in for your waiting for the strap monathon she biked you over there yeah were you like sitting on her handlebars like on your way well to the we both had bikes no oh, I, see, I, see, I see she guided me um uh, she was guiding your cock, she was guiding my cock exactly because she's a good friend so now i'm like waiting outside and i'm sitting alone and girls are like coming to talk to me, which is cool. A lot of like one girl who was like, I used to be a Baptist and my parents are religious and they hate gay people. And now I'm like rebelling against them and like, fuck them. And I'm like, yeah, fuck them. And we're like bonding over like weird feelings and things. And but I don't like get a sense that she's in. Again, I don't know if she's interested. I, it's also like we're both alone. So now we're like buddies. We talked for a while. Then this other girl who, well, this other girl came up to me and was like, what's your favorite color? I'm like, fuck yeah. I love this person. <laughs> like, you know, so friendly, like very, people were very nice and like made me feel very comfortable, which was super, that's that's the vibe of Burning Man. Everyone's very like, let me help you out, you know, in in the spirit. Yeah, let's get to the sex. Okay. Well, you know, I got to I got to No, set you, the stage. you set you've set the mood. Okay. Right. So so then you've my- set the mood right. <laughs> also, I'm pretty sure the girl that came up to you and said, "What's your favorite color?" wanted to fuck yes, you. Yes, she you I know? knew she wanted she was, to fuck me. What's your more. favorite color? <laughs> what's your she favorite was, song? She was hoping for pussy pink if you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she was. Her I was like, "Oh, I think she's trying to fuck me." Uh the other girl I didn't know. But so our our number our group of uh, gals gets called in, and I walk in. There's a a very authoritarian lesbian being like, "Here's the bucket of strap-ons. Here's the fucking hand sanitizer. Here are the gloves." Like a mobster. Yeah, yeah. Like consent is key. Like we get the whole talking to beforehand. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's shoes everywhere. I go in. Still fully clothed because I was like, I don't know. I'm alone. I don't know what to expect. Are most other people nude? Almost everyone else is nude. So I'm just sitting. It's weird when you're in a room (laughs) full of nude people because then you wearing clothes. You're the weird one. You're the freak. Yeah. You're the freak. Or you're just making like a choice. Right. You're like. uh, Right. You're edgy. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 
I'm the, I'm this real mysterious kind of gal. I'm a clothist sitting in the corner wearing a tie dye dress. I basically like got in there. You kind of look around like there's this when you're solo because lots of people come in groups or with partners. Um, but when you're solo, it's kind of this like high school dance feeling where you're like, does anybody want to dance with me? Yeah. I'm just going to like look over in this general direction and look over in this general direction <laughs> and hope I catch someone's eye. But I don't know. Um, I just ended up like kneeling on a pillow like a like a like I was praying or something. It's very weird. You're like, I just came here to meditate. Um, <laughs> you guys can all strap on fuck or whatever. Yeah, but, but I'm I'm just here to stay present. To connect with the Lord. <laughs> uh, so I'm sitting in my dress and uh, two women, bless them, come up to me. And I'm like, no, I'm going to fuck. It's going to happen. I'm going to sit here in my dress until someone comes up to me. And there's a phrase in Burning Man called the playa provides, which is basically like, if you want something to go down, the playa will manifest it for you. Side note, um, before Andrea went to Burning Man, she was pronouncing it playa. The playa provides. (laughs) And in this case, the playa did provide. That's very true. Yeah, yeah. So (laughs) I was in my dress and uh, these two very beautiful woman. One was closer to my age and one was like early 20s. And they came up to me and they're like, how you doing? Fucking freaking address. And I'm like, I'm good. How are you doing? Like immediately I'm like, I've never done this before. And it's really, you know, and um, the one who was closer to my age was very calm and cool <laughs> i love how andrea when she's nervous she turns into a muppet yeah i was i don't, I, I don't even know look at all these people fucking oh my clothes are on i don't think i'm gay anymore i gotta get out of here um so see you later guys i was just kidding how fun um so the woman who's closer to my age uh is like you're very cute. She was like, if you want to take off your dress, you can. No pressure. Oh, but that's like, nice. Yeah, she was so fucking nice. Like, thank God. And so I'm like, okay. Um, <laughs> you could have been like, why don't you take it off for me? I had no game. Like, yeah. any yeah. any game that I have at all is completely gone. So it's very, it's, it's so... Well, you can, you can imagine all you want, but once you're in the middle once you're of the, in the ring orgy at, dom, at the strap on a you're a fucking novice. You don't know shit. You're wearing your clothes. <laughs> you're fucking up. <laughs> and so I take the dress off and she's like, the, the older woman is like, how about we all cuddle? Like, what a nice woman. Yeah, uh, I love this. Yeah, and so she like lays down and like puts her arms out. And we, what, what was the bed situation? So it's like, it's basically uh, mattresses everywhere. It's circular because it's a dome. Uh, you're like, who cleans these sheets? Can I have the number of the cleaning facility? Again, Emily uh, is like, nothing to do with it. Yeah, Just fucking rogue mattresses. Yeah, yeah. Are we talking springs? Are they like springy mattresses? What's you the know what? I would sleep like to- number? What are we saying? <laughs> Everybody's would- got different sleep numbers. This is a fucking disaster. I'm a four, you're a six. I'm a four, you're a six. This isn't going to work out. Um, I would like Work. to think that I would like be the party planner mm. at the strap on mm-hmm. Like I would fill it, facilitate it, like make sure everyone's fed. There were people like that. Mm-hmm. There but were like I wouldn't actually participate. Yeah. Well, yeah, of course. You you have no want for it. Yeah. But they're like women. Yes. 
I hate women. Let's be clear. <laughs> I'm anti-women. Uh, you Merch. Hate, you hate that you are a woman. I know. You know? It pains me every it's a day. Bummer. Um, I wear a strap on just to <laughs> prove to myself that I'm not one. So, so there's like elder lesbians kind of like floating around, facilitating everything, picking up bras, you know, making everything. But you kind of have to like, the ground is also soft. I don't know what, maybe there was also like, there's just... There's fucking, it's like any orgy. There's sheets, there's lanterns, everything is kind of like, you know, like it's very, it's a very, um, what's the word? Like sensual place and also like pretty dirty because it's in the middle of the desert, but who gives a shit? Uh, it's a strap on a thumb, bitch. So well, you just described there was a haunted house. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> there's like cobwebs yeah. made of cotton. You put your hand in something that's like it's spaghetti, but it feels like brain. So, but there's a big fucking bucket of dildos. Um, there's a coffin in the middle of the room, like nobody knows what's in it. Everyone's scared to open it. It's very like patchouli oil, if you yeah. may. You know, very. I, I'm getting a very sense. hippie-ish. Um, so we're kind of sitting in the front on part. Excuse me, on part of a mattress, but. It's so full. Like, there's people just like fucking right there. You're like, excuse me, excuse me. And it's like, oh, yeah. And you're like, oh, okay, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna go here. And we're talking like, like hundreds of people. Yeah. And like, I kept getting hit <laughs> oh by this one God. girl's whip. And she was like, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> like, it's, it's all the pleasantries of women amongst one another. Yeah. But with like raw sexual energy. Yeah. It's like a book club it's with dildos. Yeah. It's very confusing and also like very welcoming. Um, so, the 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 alpha of the group is like you guys can both like lay on me and I'm like oh it's on like on her bosom yeah she had fake boobs they were dope um so as soon as I got the thing is I think as soon as I got the go ahead like I want you to touch me I'm interested in being sexual with you I was like okay like this is going down um so we're like all cuddling nude and then I think. She, I think the, I can't remember, it all happened so fast, but I think that the the elder of the group uh, was like, why don't you two make out? And I was like, okay. Oh. Uh, <laughs> yes, sensei. Um, and then like once I started making out with the younger girl, the older girl came up behind me and was like feeling up my boobs and shit. And then it like very quickly kind of escalated into like everyone's, making out and I, I think I was the first person to to strap on I, I Did was strap on? I was the only one who strapped on but uh I think I was the first person to like go down on someone like it was like once you got started oh you it was it probably got like it could not be undone I was like fucking fingering and like it was exciting Andrea just held up finger guns for <laughs> she, really uh, I, she basically did <laughs> I had the double guns out I was at one point I was fingering both of them at the same time and I just like looked out on the orgy and I was like I'm a golden god <laughs> I did it um yeah, and it was just like <laughs> it was fun. It was very fun. Like I would hook up with one girl, then the other one. Like you know, it was just kind of like going and escalating. The younger girl um, was much more like kind of shy, I guess. And then I was like, "You're my bitch now." <laughs> I definitely like zoned in on her a lot. Mm -hmm. um, and We're gonna say shy with the being at an orgy. <laughs> yeah, right. Factor in, right. Yeah, I mean. but she was like, she was like, 
uh, I'm from I'm in a punk rock band, like trying to be kind of cool, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, <laughs> and I was like, I'm "You're my it. punk." Yeah, basically, I became very, very <laughs> dommy. <laughs> and dommy, yeah, very, very quickly. As soon as I felt comfortable, I was like, "You, you're both my fucking bitches." Um, wow. Yeah. Even even the mom one. Well, the mom one was she was like guiding me in the beginning, and then once I was running like a wild horse, she was into it, like. I ate her out, I ate the other girl out. Um, and they both came, apparently they said. I mean, wow. I know women lie, but I was very, I felt very proud. I feel like the, they wouldn't, though. I feel like it, that's not in the spirit of yeah, the strap-on no. Yeah, I don't think you lie in the sacred dome. I think you tell the truth only. <laughs> well, it kind of sounds like the student <laughs> became the master. It, if it really did feel that way, um, <laughs> I was pretty I was pretty pleased with myself. Well, mazel tov. Yeah, and so then we, we go... First, we're just rolling around and like fucking on the floor. And then eventually a bed becomes available. And so we go there. And um, that's when I was like, so can I put on a strap on? And they were like, yeah, of course. So I go into the bin. I search around for the strap on. Like It's like, uh, you know, in Harry Potter when like the wand chooses, chooses you. you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the, the, the dildo, the strap on dildo chose me. And... Um, it's like it's like weird to get on, you know, because it's you gotta I, like. Is it like a harness? Yeah, you gotta like step into it, mm-hmm. you know, um, and uh, like a ball gown. Yeah, exactly. Right. It was my quinceanera. <laughs> I have a I have a question. I've always wondered. Oh. Well, uh, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, um, when you're okay, so when you're fucking this lady mm-hmm. with a strap on, yeah. Obviously, you're not feeling anything. Because no, it's I don't not- like have a penis now. Yes. I don't like absorb <laughs> the nerve endings of the plastic. Holy <laughs> shit, that's going to be a billion dollar invention. Merch. Merch. Um, that's merch people would We got buy. a bag of strap-ons. Right. But they're nerve-infused <laughs> strap-ons. You feel like you got a dick. CBD is in there CBD. somehow. CBD yes. strap-ons. Just CBD say that. Strap-ons. Yes. You can put a premium on them. <laughs> Oh, these are CBD infused. <laughs> online only. Yeah. yeah online yeah. only. Not FDA poll. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I understand that. Like, yeah. obviously I know that you don't feel anything. Right. right? But well, I guess what my question is like, are you getting anything from wearing the strap on other than like the power of making somebody else come? Like, is it turning you on to have a fake penis. I got the power. Like, um, is it is it turning you on? Did you notice a difference between yeah, yeah. wearing one and not wearing one? Yeah, I mean, it rubs up on your shit, too, in a way, because of all the friction, you know? Um, all the pussy pounding I was uh, doing. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it, but the act itself is so exciting yeah. that you get... Uh, I didn't come during any of this. I think because I was so like you were servicing. Yeah, I, yeah, because I was the fucking kingpin. All of a sudden, I gotta make everyone come. I'm coming in, clocking had- in here, <laughs> making everybody come. You had to prove it to yourself. <laughs> yeah, that you could do. It. I was very focused. Mm-hmm. Like it was exciting and arousing, but I was. I don't think I was able. I was holding the reins so tightly that I wasn't really able to like be submissive in any way shape or form which is fun like fun for me i i don't think i would have it any other way really um it's also just like the visual as someone who fucks people jay fought the <laughs> visual of like going inside another person 
is very cool. Oh, that's got to be awesome. It's so, I'm like, ah, I get what you guys get into. For the record, I think it's cool. Yeah, 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 <laughs> absolutely. It, it's cool. It's, it's, it's all, the power is. It's like you have the sword. Yeah. I'm wielding <laughs> the CBD strap on sword. And like, I'm going to never say that. Remember, like, I'm going to unsheath my sword <laughs> now, lady. Like you said that, Emily, but if someone said that, would you be like, okay, stab me in the fucking... It depends if they were like dressed as a knight. Yeah. Yeah, then it's cool. Is that medieval times, then it's cool. I mean, this place has like similarities to medieval times, definitely. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Fantasy fantasy land. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, very like eccentric human beings, myself included. Um, also, there was a lot of stabbing. A lot, of, a lot of stabbing. I was stabbing. I was stabbing the pussy. That's what I said. I was like, "I'm stabbing your pussy." <laughs> no. Oh, you got real creepy. Yeah, 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 nice. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I access my true. So you know, you guys talk shit about men a lot. Yeah. But look at the look man at that you. you. Look I... at how you would be if you had one of these swords. I become the most disgusting yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, fuck consent. Yeah, you'd be like, this whole Me Too thing is bullshit. <laughs> I don't see the big deal with Louie. Oh! Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You don't give me a fucking sword and expect me to not stab people. <laughs> exactly. No, I definitely became the most alpha that I get, which was cool. And that's how it's been in the past when I've been hooking up with other women. I'm yeah. usually the the dom. Um, Shocking. I know, right? Can you believe it? Um, <laughs> yeah. I was like a pig in shit, baby. <laughs> I was having the time of my life. And like you, you and I fucked the younger girl, Doggy. Um, that's the easiest. You can just grab the hips and it, really. Honestly, it's the it easiest. It's really good to yeah, have. It, yeah. Yeah. As a, an anchor. Yeah. It's the easiest from both sides. Yeah. Yeah. It's the best position. I'm not doing missionary or like we're not doing on top. No. no. I was wearing a dress good, 20 no, minutes yeah. ago. Yeah. Come on. Let's. I don't know how the strap on with the like with riding on top. Yeah. I don't think. Work. I don't know if it worked. I mean, the, I saw things in that room that were very impressive. Advanced. Yeah. Very advanced. I was like out there being like, I'm the king. And then I look over and there's like. And you're like, I'm an opera. Oh yeah, yeah. There's the two women jester. fucking whipping this girl's tits, and one's like going down on her, you, and you she's said somebody screaming. Has a whip. There are so many whips. You didn't get a whip though. I didn't get a whip. I wish I got a whip, but I was I I tired Next myself time. out. Next time you get a whip, oh, come back. <laughs> come back. Get a whip. <laughs> There's more to explore. Um. So we're on a mattress. Um. And they're both very tired. <laughs> yeah. Uh. And so there's there's like. You like fuck for a while and then you like girl talk and then you like start fucking again. You know, there's like a rhythm to it. Uh, so <laughs> can, I, can I just say? Yes. Please go ahead. It is fucking absurd how cocky you are right now. How is after it absurd? making two women come. Okay. Have you made two women come? No, I haven't. Have you made... Oh, anyways, continue. Sorry. Uh, I'm like, just, have you done any? I'm like, oh, you're really proving like, my point. I wish that people could see your <laughs> shit eating grin. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I was, yeah, elated with myself. I mean, on the, I, I try to be a good sexual partner, you know? I always sure. do. Also, the transformation from weirdo sitting alone on a pillow with to all your clothes pin. on to the kingpin <laughs> of it fucking. It really is like a movie. Yeah. It's like a teen movie or <laughs> yeah, something, yeah. you know? It's like 
oh, she's so <laughs> gross and weird with her glasses. But when she takes those glasses off, she's fucking everybody. She makes all the women come. <laughs> I did feel like, you know, like a butterfly emerging from a cocoon. Yeah. Uh, and also, mostly because this one woman was so like guiding and kind. You know right. what I mean? Had it not been for her, I don't know if it would have. Are you sure she was real? Uh, yeah. Because maybe she was just like a figment of your imagination that emerged in order for you to become... Like it's like Fight Club. Like mm. she's my Tyler Durden mm. of strap-on fucking. <laughs> exactly. Maybe. May I don't know. Burning Man's pretty wild. I A lot of stuff happened that I'm I like... I mean, I can tell. Is this real? Um, so then we're like girl chatting and I'm like... So again, back to like being a fucking weirdo. Once I'm out of the sexual. Oh, once the fucking is over. Yeah, I'm like, so it's your fucking deal. Um, and I'm like, so when did you guys start like hooking up with women? I mean, I'm genuinely curious as well. Um, and the older woman, the sensei, was like, oh, actually, well, I'm trans. So I was hooking up with women as like a uh, when I was presenting male, but, you know, my whole life. And I was like, I had no idea that she was like her vagina was perfect um and it was such a like it was such a like left turn that i was like wow this has been such a rain you know what i mean like it was what if you were like i didn't sign on for this (laughs) can you imagine (laughs) shitty guy i turn into (laughs) shitty guy i'm like you should have told me beforehand no she was she was beautiful like i could tell she had breast implants but like you know, there's lots of. Did you fuck her with the strap on, or was that the other girl? The other girl. Oh, okay. Yeah. The only. Because I was gonna ask you, I, I, like, do you think she's, do you think she has a deep vagina? Well, she doesn't. So that's the that's the one thing that I it, and it made sense afterwards when she told me that she was trans. Like she couldn't get wet naturally. Oh. Um, so I eventually like spat on my fing- spat on my fingers at one point. And I just kind of was like, oh, she's like having a moment or whatever. I, I didn't think much about it. Um, but also the um, the depths of the pussies were definitely different. And like I know, I mean, puts, pussies be different depths naturally is what I've known. <laughs> Merch. <laughs> pussies be different, different depths, depths naturally. Right? Hot mess t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> they do. As a, as a long, tall person, I have a deep, cavernous vagina. A long vagina. Um, you, have a so tall, you have a tall vagina. I have a tall vagina. So I didn't think much of it, you know. I'm not like, well, let's measure the I different like an, depths. I have like an average height vagina. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're an average heighted I mean, one. Like J-Fod's vagina is tall. smaller. Maybe, sli- maybe slightly taller. I have tall. a smaller one. I always fill with sand. Yes. <laughs> you would have fit in. There was so much sand flying into pussies at, oh, in yeah. the orgy dome. Because, like, it's a dome... It, it's obviously dusty you know, beavers. That's yeah, where they got the dusty name. Dusty beavers. Well, I'm the dusty. Be- My camp was the dusty beavers. They, they were Beaver Town. Oh, not to be confused. I see. Let's not. I see. Let's not use the incorrect name. Um, yeah. So I, I, I was like, oh, you, you were not getting wet, and also your, your canal, so to speak, <laughs> was shorter. Like I remember, uh-huh. you know. So yeah. I'm like, oh wow. But she said that she came and I'm like, wow, okay. I'm getting even more big headed as this. Yeah. St- I'm just like, I'm the God of fuck. That's it. Yeah. I'm I the God. Crown me. <laughs> Emily's so upset. I'm not upset. Um, I think it's great. Well, also like, I-, I think it was 
very much a blessing that she it, it was a trans woman who's obviously had the queer experience her whole life because she was like watching us and like noticing that we were nervous you know what i mean like yeah. what a good type of person to walk you through very weird feelings you know like a lot of them i felt very secure and nice and everyone was very kind there but it's still like again you're in the big leagues now champion yeah so to have like a trans woman who understands like the full range of what this is was really nice she was the younger girl was very sweet the woman who was closer the trans woman was like oh i would like hang out with you like you're very cool and down to earth and like very interesting um so i was i was happy but i was definitely like what a what an experience. Um, yeah, totally. yeah. Yeah. And um, and that's the thing. You think you're hooking up with two women and then find out that one is trans. It's like bonus. I know. Right. Like, I'm like, you know, a whole other fucking. Yeah, yeah, it did. It felt very like. Whoa. Well, um, I keep picturing for some reason that this is like a dome that's enclosed. And then there's like creepy dudes in hot air balloons. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I know it's so stupid. It's a glass like, climbing the wall. <laughs> Oh, like trying to peep through it. They have like, they have like a... Uh, Even though it's Burning Man, everybody's like cool and open mind. There's yeah. still some like skeezy middle school kids. Yeah. Like, oh, they have like tasers. The lesbians circle the, yeah, yeah. the dome and like tase. <laughs> it's a glass dome and there are people in helicopters flying above. <laughs> um, You know what a group of lesbians definitely don't need? What? Birth control. You're so fucking right. Unless they have, you know, like really heavy periods and like yeah. want to control it and exactly. you know, side effects. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, Women things. <laughs> <laughs> this episode of Hot Mess is brought to you by our sponsor. I am so fucking excited. Hell yeah. To talk to you about them. Simple Health. Yes. Simple Health is all about care that fits your life, making birth control simple, convenient, and affordable with online prescriptions and free home delivery. Make everything a subscription. I, I say it all the time. Yeah. It's like, have something come straight to my doorstep and I will pay any amount of money for it. I don't want to go to a doctor's office, wait around. It's some guy from Long Island being like, you got your pee, you know what I mean? <laughs> Fucking online, baby. Totally. Whether you're brand new to birth control or just tired of dealing with renewals and pharmacies, yeah. Simple Health will take care of you. Just fill out an online health profile, a doctor reviews that you're a good candidate for birth control and writes a prescription for you. Fuck God, yeah. It, it sounds so no nice. No more CVS. <laughs> Merch. Merch. You can pick the birth control you want or have a doctor recommend the best one for you. That's cool. Then your birth control ships to your door monthly, no interruptions. It's free with most insurance plans and starts at $15 a month without insurance. Wow. What? A better way to get birth control is finally here. You've I, been on birth control before, right? Yeah, I have. And I it was such a fakakta like process. I nice, had to, nice use of Yiddish. Thanks so much. Um, I'm an ally. Uh, so, yeah, I go. I go to the doctor. He actually, my doctor did not really tell me a lot about the birth control that he prescribed me. And it was way too strong. Like it, it created so many hormonal imbalances. I was like erratic. I was in college. I, I didn't get any information about it. Then I had to go back again, ask for a different breath. Like I had to go out and like advocate and make all these fucking appointments. And you know what? I've heard so many of these stories. Like every single person I know who is on birth control or has been on birth control, when they talk about like first getting prescribed birth control, it's a horror. It's story. a nightmare. Yeah. And uh, I just feel like 
you can make it online. You can just fill out a form yeah. and have somebody recommend the best one for you. Why not? Why not? Fuck these doctor's offices. Also, like, sometimes your doctor doesn't tell you that antibiotics will fuck with your birth control. And I would have really enjoyed that information. So my uh, my birth control experiences <laughs> have been real rough. And I would rather not relive it. It's, it's pretty invasive. Especially, like, I've gone into a lot of doc- – a lot of the time – it's just kind of like transactional and shitty and like, you yeah. know, it's... Yeah, it, and, and I can imagine if you're younger, it could be awkward to, oh, yeah. to ask for it. Yeah. I went on multiple. None of them, like, I, I wasn't... It took me a long time to find one that actually fit me well. And the onus was completely on me to figure that out. Mm-hmm. So, I great. I have never been on birth control, so I don't have experience with that. But I definitely have um, experience with prescriptions. Oh, yeah. And having to get that shit renewed is always a pain in the ass. Yeah. You always end up missing pills. That's how so many people fuck up is they they don't want to go to the do the bullshit. So they yeah. fuck up their birth control. So have somebody else do the bullshit for you. Merch. It's a done deal. Merch. No CVS, no bullshit. Don't miss your chance to try Simple Health for free with my, with our code by going to simplehealth.com slash hot mess or entering code hot mess at checkout. Use hot mess to get that birth control. You're a modern woman. <laughs> That's simplehealth.com slash hot mess and enter code hot mess at checkout. Also, just a disclaimer. Mm, please. Simple Health is not a replacement for routine checkups with your doctor. Go to the doctor. Go to the doctor. For other they, shit. We shouldn't have to tell you to go to the doctor. Come on. Okay, we're all adults You're here. an adult. Order your birth control by <laughs> prescription, then go get your shit checked out. Get your schmear schmears. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So it's free with your code? Yeah. Try it for free. You know what? I'm going to get some. Free. Do you know it. I mean? Get some Why estrogen not? in your fucking body, could you imagine, John. Could you imagine what a gentleman? You go over to a, a dude's house and he has birth control oh, waiting for you so on the counter. Oh, that would be so sick. You know what's Wait, funny? how would women feel about that? <laughs> you know what? That's really funny that you bring that up because so Kate Willett, a comedian, has a story about a burning man orgy. This is so fucking full circle. And the condom broke. It was like a heterosexual, not exclusively women's orgy. And the condom broke and she was running around trying to find plan B at Burning Man. Oh, wow. And someone was like, go to Beavertown. Those those women probably will have birth control or like they'll be able to help you out. And they did. My ladies at Beavertown did. And she took like a whole pack. Wow. of birth control oh, yeah, to yeah. supplement for plan B. Also so, not recommended. I'm not like, recommending this, but I'm saying yeah, yeah. what a beautiful close yes, circle so that just was. Beautiful, reckless yeah. Uh, situation. <laughs> yeah. Take a whole pack. Yeah. Uh, like, uh, just in case I have all this birth control here for you, lady. <laughs> if you want to get fucked up. <laughs> you want to get crazy? Let's take a bunch of birth control and go wild together. Um, yeah. Well, check it out. It's, it's a good product. Um, so... John, this is your return to Hot Mess after, it's been years, right? It's been like at least three years. Yeah, and I think you were probably one of our first at least 100 guests. Yeah. Yeah, we definitely. I want to say first 50. Yeah, you were were a hot commodity in the early (laughs) Hot Mess days, Uh, but it's been a while. You're back in New York uh, from being in D.C. for, how long have you been gone for? Almost five years. Whoa. It's crazy, right? Welcome back, bitch. Yeah, it's good to be back, dude. I've uh, I've seen Andrea yesterday and today. She's called me bitch about twelve times. I'm so what? Like her, That's our fucking repartee. Yeah. No, I like it. I like it. I see it as like uh, I've accomplished something. Did I not you know? call you bitch when I was a younger 
a younger woman. You probably did. Yeah, sure probably, did. probably. Yeah. Um, no, probably it's when amazing. You were eating around. <laughs> yeah, she's like, eat it, eat it better, bitch. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much the me and J Fod. Yeah, uh, you know, whatever. Story. We've hooked up in some bathrooms over the years. Yes, it's we have. Cool. have we you bloomed in, in the t- creek bathroom, right? Yes, I did. I don't know. Yeah, if you but I did that. something for you first. I think. Oh wow! Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what? I've yeah. never heard of somebody being eaten out in a bathroom. It yeah, Jay thought eat me. I ate me out in a bathroom. Did I? I, I remember think it was you, like a finger what? blast situation. Oh, okay, maybe okay, okay. Into some you oral. ate me out in. Uh, there was a Keith and the Girl party at a, a warehouse space in Dumbo, and I think that you ate me out in one of those bathrooms. What a giver! Holy yeah, shit. we've had some fun together. <laughs> me and John. And then it became there. a thing where like all the Keith the Girl fans like knew. We we were hooking up. Uh-huh. I remember one time it's like you slipped into the bathroom at the creek, and mm-hmm. then like I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna go in." And then I have some fan like <laughs> some fans saw me or something, and they and I remember she goes like, "It's okay, it's okay." <laughs> you <laughs> go in there. You go in there. We know. And eat that we young know. woman's pussy. <laughs> we know what you freaks need to do to feel <gasps> feel alive. <laughs> we, yeah. Well, then at at one of the stand upathons, I remember you, Andrea, like read a list of the. Everyone I'd fucked. Yeah, everyone like in the Keith and the girl universe yeah. who she had fucked and there were like 20 of them. Yeah. And Jay Not Fod, to make you feel unspecial. And Jay Fod was on the list, but I guess it had been like literally that day that uh, you guys hooked up. Uh-huh. And then um, Jay Fod goes on stage and you make a joke about how um, Andrew is so tall you have to climb up to fuck her. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think that's the first time I heard the climb up to fuck her and it really me stayed too. with me. Me yeah. too. Oh, wow. It was a really beautiful thing. Yeah, we've we've been, we've been, we've banged and been friends for a long time. Yeah, it just shows the emotional maturity that both of us that's have. That's right. We're oh, so yeah. good. Yeah. Emily, get out. Um, yeah, do you want privacy? <laughs> I have to fuck him with a strap on now. <laughs> well, I don't, want, I don't want to break, but the last time I tried to bang Andrea, I was like manic out of my gourd, mm-hmm. performing on stage, thinking it was funny for me to be like ironically <laughs> over the top racist with my material oh. in like a fucked up way. Oh, yeah. And then I'll tell you what the joke, I, I was saying uh, something like, no, I'm not going to say the joke, but it was something to the effect of like, Hey, I'm acknowledging that white people are pieces of shit. You're doing a character. Inferior to people of color. So the only way that we can move forward is if we kill everybody else. (laughs) I was like, like, I'm being kitschy, but it was like not working. It was a swing and a miss. It was definitely more of a miss than anything. (laughs) It was like, I remember I hadn't seen you for a while and you were on this like random Sunday Creek show. And I was like, what the fuck? Um, yeah, I was just randomly there, and then Andy Sanford asked me to co-host it with. Yeah, him. which was his mistake. Yeah, and but he didn't know I was spun out. No, no, no. I, and and no one. I have bipolar disorder. Everybody listening <laughs> yeah. at home, if you don't know, did this? Did you go off your meds? Is that what sparked it? No, uh, it's it's complicated. At one point, I w- at one point some years back, I probably wasn't on enough or the right medication. Mm-hmm. Then I was over medicated and that was a disaster and it was like a severely kind of depressing very difficult time were you on lithium when you were over medicated yes i was yeah. okay and i'm on lithium now but i'm on a more appropriate dose okay. with something else and i actually i feel really good and i'm optimistic about staying healthy mm-hmm. um but i uh i think when this one happened i no, this was no. This was one. There's so many there's been episodes, two, you guys. So there's yeah. been two, there was one. The last manic episode that Jay fought. I'm present for. I'm an ever well, present. I'm thinking about you checking him into a hotel. Yeah, which was that yeah, yeah, night. That, that was that, was that. that night. So but that there's been that. one since okay, that also. But, yeah, unfortunately, there has. But yeah. so when that one happened, that was me actually. Uh, 
I tried to transit under the care of a psychiatrist, tried to transition off of lithium onto this other medication called uh, Lamictal, right? Mm -hmm. And the transition was happening. And then unfortunately, it kind of ended up spinning me into being manic because there is a thing sometimes, unfortunately, if somebody starts going off of lithium, it can make them more likely to have a manic uh -huh. episode. It's almost like if the lithium is in your body, like, I don't know, holding back some of the you know, mental like a, energy, like a, like a dam that's, like yeah. Fucking, and, you know, can flood open or something. But anyway, I was, you know, spun out in DC and it was really bad. And then I just, one night I was like, I got to get out of DC. What does the beginning of it feel like? Do you, are you kind of like moving into manic thinking about it or does it go very quickly? Is it gradual there or is very a window quick? of hypomania where it's like, what is hypomania? That's before you're completely, uh, manic it's like mania light where you're just like your energy level starts increasing then your your intuition shoots up and you're actually very like productive and yeah, and yeah. you're, you're kind of like this alpha version of yourself like me in the strap on a thon yeah yeah for you it just works with the strap on yeah for me, it's just <laughs> chemical imbalances i don't know the uh -huh. but uh but Sometimes, unfortunately, my version, I keep saying unfortunately, it's hilarious, but uh, is I mean, that, it's not fortunately. We're not oh, all like, yay. It's just sometimes it's so... I'm I'm getting better at figuring out how to explain everything, but sometimes it's so disjointed. Yeah, like, yeah, it's a lot like to explaining the the episode that when you had to check me into this like hotel or whatever, mm -hmm. compared to this other one that happened, compared to explaining what how it starts. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's it's a sort of thing where there is a window where sometimes if I can get my sleep pattern in check or if I could get more medication that it could potentially be nipped in the bud before it spins out. Mm -hmm. But oftentimes for me, that hasn't been able to happen. That window's been relatively small, like maybe a few days or something like that. Do you that. feel like, you probably feel good during that window too. Like, do yeah, you, I do. It does yeah. feel good for a while, but then ultimately it, it really doesn't. It's not, mania for me is not just this sort of awesome experience no, no, where my no, energy sound is that way. great and, uh, and um, you know, I'm super charismatic. It gets really scary because you start, I start thinking these things, these really grandiose things mm -hmm. where a certain kind of bad version of reality for everybody is going to happen compared to a good version based on my actions. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. You start just believing all of these things are revolving around you, you, you know, and then... Do you feel like you can stop bad things from happening if you do certain things? Is that kind of... Yeah, you, you vaguely do, but you can't really ever accomplish what you're trying to accomplish. And yeah. then you get agitated and frustrated with people. Mm -hmm. And yeah, you just... And you end up acting really inappropriately to people that you know and care about, but then you make all of these new friends who have no context to know you, but find you interesting because they're also maybe kind of crazy in a way. And like oh, yeah. crazy finds crazy and it becomes like a, a really weird disaster. And sometimes it's like, oh, it's kind of cool because you're just picking up people and you're hooking up with people and stuff like yeah. that. But Do you, are you more promiscuous when you're in a manic episode? Do you feel? Uh, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Like I, I can pick up people in weird ways too. Like I, I was up all night and I was walking around and I was outside my house, like around the block. And this, this girl in the morning, this woman, and maybe it was, it was maybe seven or so in the morning, maybe eight. Mm -hmm. Um, she was walking to her car because she stayed over at her friend's house and they were like partying mm. and, and I saw her and I don't know how I was able to, I think she was maybe wearing like a Daria t-shirt or something. Mm, so that's ah. your in, baby. We connected around Daria, <laughs> you know? And uh, and then I was, I said to her, can you just, uh, 
just drive me home. I'm not like a weirdo or anything like yeah. that. Yeah. Wow. Um, but, uh, <laughs> and she was like, okay. Right. Uh-huh. So now I'm in the car and, and this is the thing though. I had like a plan because I lived like right around the block. I didn't like need her to drive me home. <laughs> oh yeah. my God. Yeah. This gets weirder. Mm-hmm. Emily. So mm-hmm. then I'm I, not a weirder or anything. Uh-huh. I just live around the corner. <laughs> I didn't say that. I just want to be just, in your car. I well, she was, thought I was charming. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure she did. You so, are charming. You are charming. Yeah. Thank you, guys. You're <laughs> yeah. welcome. Uh, so then, so then I told her I was I just I was giving her directions of where <laughs> I lived and stuff like that, but just making her drive. Like, oh for, my like, god! A while, yeah. You know, like, like a she's left not going to see the street yeah. signs. Like there's a left she, but on she this. Didn't know what was going on. I told her because I told her my address, but then in DC there's Northwest and Northeast. Uh-huh. And I told her it was Northeast, so then she drove that one, and I was like, "Oh no, that was a mistake." Whatever. And then eventually she got back to my plane. She was like. You asshole. She's like, this is right where we started. Yeah, you know? And I yeah. was like, I know. I just wanted to hang out with you. Ah, and God, then- as someone who has been subject to JFOD's pickup tactics, this is classic. <laughs> this is so fucking Wait, classic. Wait, what happened? I'm considerably more laid back now, by the way. I know. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I, sure, sure, so sure. So sure. uh, then I was like, I was like, do you just want to come in and hang out and we'll have some tea? You know what I mean? So she's <laughs> like, yeah. So she came in. Mm-hmm. And we had some tea. I believe it was like a turmeric ginger pasta. Oh, nice. Wow. Classic. Or, out of uh, each other's maybe, assholes. Yeah, out of each other's buttholes. Uh-huh. Or maybe it was a uh, like a mint green tea. Mm-hmm. I don't know, whatever Trader Joe's bullshit I had. Yeah. And then uh, we did that. We're talking, we're talking, we're talking. And um, then there was, uh, and then I was like, oh, you know what? Like we should go to the, uh, to this, this, this vegan restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> You're such a like Portlandia yeah, man. Yeah. Because yeah. there is actually an amazing vegan restaurant in DC called the Farewell Diner. Okay. Like, they actually, the stuff tastes fucking amazing. For all right? your bipolar pickups. <laughs> shout yeah. out. Yeah, shout yeah. out. Well, they deserve a shout out when you hear what the fuck I did at this okay. place. Oh, so, God. Okay. So then also, like right when we were going to go, this uh, this guy that I met at the uh, psychiatric hospital a couple weeks before. <laughs> <laughs> One of Do you your see how crazy and hard yeah, these yeah, stories are yeah, to fucking tell. One of your ragta- ragtown yeah. <laughs> gangs, who like I really connected with, uh-huh. you know. So I was like, and you know, and he was homeless when he's not at the psychiatric ward. So I was like, yeah, you gotta stay with me, you know. So he was staying there, uh-huh. uh, which my roommate, who's a teacher, she was not about. <laughs> oh no, and she wasn't. It was crazy because we went, me and him went to get coffee, and she sent me this picture. She's like, this guy has to leave, and it was a picture of a katana sword. <laughs> But it was a wooden practice katana. Oh sword. right, let's uh, you know, let's not be crazy. Yeah, yeah. I invited this homeless person that I met in the psych ward, and again, <laughs> I'm not being demeaning towards people who have mental illness, but she's not like signing up for that as a part of. Living. I'm kind of yeah, on her no, side. I can't, yeah. yeah, I'm on her side too. But at the time, I no, was, I'm on his side. She's on the oh, sword side. side. Yeah, yeah. 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 Don't yeah, be an uptight bitch. Yeah, it's a wooden sword. Yeah, it's a practice katana. Yeah, which is what I texted her back. I was like. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a I can't you, even pierce skin. You uptight bitch. It can't even pierce skin. And so that's when I texted her back though. I was like, yeah, no problem. Understandable. It, although it is a practice story. <laughs> Jesus so she was psyched. I don't care if it's a practice story. So anyway. It was a practice sword. Just for the record. Yeah. It's a practice sword. A pra- I wouldn't allow a real sword in our house. I she's used like, a oh, I didn't sword. even notice. I didn't look that close. I'm like, take a closer mm. fucking look. Yeah. But you know, I'd I'd be kind of freaked out too. But, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. so anyway, <laughs> we get in her car. So he joins us. Yeah, yeah. So the three of us get in her car, mm-hmm. and we're getting there. Does she have a job anywhere to be? No, but she has a kid. No, oh, God. <laughs> 
He yeah. comes along. Yeah. She's a single mom, but the kid was with dad or whatever. She's really cool. She's really like, you know, yeah. she's like fun. I'm making her laugh, whatever. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so we get to farewell. Just, you're just laughing over Satan, <laughs> bacon. <laughs> yeah, eggs, dude. Fake swords. Soy eggs. Uh-huh. Dude, yeah. They have an amazing, sounds weird, but like Caesar salad there. Like okay. that tastes better than any regular Caesar mm-hmm. salad. Okay. Hell yeah. yeah. I'm into that shit. Yeah. They have like a... a what is it? Bufata? <laughs> I couldn't even uh, start to guess. Burrata? Yeah, yeah, maybe it's a burrata type. Wow. They have, like cheese. They have fakakta as I'm, I'm thinking, previously I'm thinking, referenced. I'm thinking of something else anyway. But anyway, they got good stuff. Good shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you, but here's the thing. This guy, the thing you're her. thinking of is <laughs> as close as what I said. Yeah. All right, go on. Okay, so, so we get there. And the night before, I was at... Uh, this comedy venue, hanging out with a bunch of DC comics, kind mm-hmm. of freaking them out. Or maybe I was in that kind of sweet spot where I was just being super charismatic. <laughs> Hard to tell. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and, uh, it all comes out in the wash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Really. <laughs> so I remember being like, oh, you guys, you got to come to like this diner, you know, because mm-hmm. I don't have any money, but uh, I have like Venmo. So I need to like Venmo. I have a lot of yeah. money in my Venmo account. So I need to Venmo you and you guys have to give me cash mm-hmm. or whatever. And they're banking and, I, and they were like, yeah, we're, we'll come to the thing, I guess. But they didn't really commit or anything. So but I figured they were going to be there. And but we were just getting there like an hour earlier and we were ordering a bunch of things and we're eating all of this food and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I didn't let like and I told that the people I was with, you know, like uh, the dude from the, the psych ward and the girl I met that I was like, oh, get whatever you want. I'm paying for everything <laughs> or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> the family just yeah. made it like horrifying. Yeah. So I'm in there and like nobody ever nobody shows up to like provide me with money with, or whatever. With Venmo cash that you previously so, set up. Yeah. But what I did have was like a, a copy of this because I recently bought like a whole bunch like more books than I'd bought in the past Yeah, you. When I found you, you had a bunch of books in your bag. I remember I being like, book. well, you had a book and you had like a paper, you had a plastic bag on wallet and I was like, oh. I had like nothing. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, well, oh, oh, shit. That's a whole other story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, so, so I'm there. Now we're eating all this food. We're, to- like, we're talking like like a hundred and seven dollars worth mm-hmm, of food mm-hmm. or whatever, and then Whoa. yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it just an expensive? It's place? not that expensive. No, we did you order everything on the Gorging. menu? I got a lot. We got a lot to go to go back. God right? damn! How much soy bacon like can a, one man eat? Like that's not the only protein that they use. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's just all sorts of. It's a fucking whole game changer right uh-huh. now. It's a revolution in food. Okay, so. So I was like, ooh, I'm going to have to, you know, I did have with me, I had with me this book I got called The uh, the Afro-Vegan, which is about vegan movement in Africa. Mm. And I had a first edition copy of Noam Chomsky's book, 9-11. There you uh, go. You know, which Money in the really, bank, baby. Really, gives the context for why that happened. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I was like, okay, we're going to have to dine and dash here, but if I leave these two books... <laughs> That will be an appropriate financial right, transaction. Right, 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 right. Because they can sell the books <laughs> yeah. and then Venmo, you can Venmo them. You're like yeah. trading for goods and services uh-huh. like we're fucking pioneers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's but- a first edition. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So also I just remembered some point during- I'm just going to leave a couple of doubloons <laughs> from my neck. Doubloons would have been better. Yeah, what anything. You books, you yeah. know what I mean? Like basically, In the digital yeah, age. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to pay you in books. <laughs> yeah, tangible books. And I'm put yeah. So sell so, them on Craigslist. So the So uh, she w- she knew about this? She knew that this No, they did not know the dine and dashing thing was happening until okay. it was. Mm. So 
so basically I, and earlier during the middle of the meal, I think at one point I like yelled at oh. all the other people there because I was perceiving that they were like, I'm the oh. king of this <laughs> vegan place. Or something like that. Yeah. But I was also perceiving that the, the, uh, the server that she really thought I was cool or something. I don't know. But, um, or she knew that I was special. I have no fucking idea. Yeah. Um, so, but they basically, she was like, oh, are you ready for the check? And I was like, oh, I need some more time. And then she walked away. And they were looking at me and they were like, and she's like, you don't have the woman I was with. She's like, you don't have any money. I was like, like, you know, I was like, come on, guy. I'm like, let's go. because There's a back door. And so basically on the main table, I left the Afro vegan book. But then I put the took the check and brought it out to the little back back like backyard area Uh with some tables. And I opened that. Oh, I'm sorry. And then I opened that. And I put the Noam Chomsky right. so they know, book in there. yeah, right. And then we ran to this girl's car, and she was like, "What the fuck are you doing?" She's like, "You're gonna get me arrested. I have a kid. How oh, can you do this?" God, da, 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 da. yeah. But also, it was this exhilarating thing where the endorphins were going, and oh, I'm and, sure. And we were kind of like laughing as we peeled out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I'm sure everyone thought it was hilarious in the <laughs> restaurant. Yeah, <laughs> no idea. <laughs> and then when she dropped, when she dropped me and my friend from uh, the psych ward off, like. That dude got out of the car and I went and like started like trying to like kiss her and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And she was kind of like half kissed me back, but not not being into it. But being I was like, can we hang out soon? And she's Just giving like, you the side of the face. No, she wasn't. She was being like, yeah, we'll hang out. Let's hang out and give me my her number and stuff. She was like into it. Yeah. It's fucking weird. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I felt a charming individual. Yeah, that's a true testament to the game. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) You can dine. You can you can meet somebody, (laughs) make them get in your get. get, They let you in their car, Uh then drive them around. Serial killers out there. Confidence, (laughs) confidence, confidence. To a place, then then just drive you back to the original place that you (laughs) were. Then take them to a restaurant, dine and dash. In this woman's splurge at the restaurant, (laughs) hundreds of dollars. Yes, hundred seven. But I feel really bad. Because like Farewell Diners is really great <laughs> vegan place that's doing this awesome work, and I actually had met the owner a couple days before, mm. so I'm really sorry that that happened. Well, also, and, how do you and go back? I hope that you guys really enjoy that Noam Chomsky first <laughs> edition and the Afro Vegan book because they're both interesting. And no, you know, I'll tell you how you go back. You don't go back. That's how you do. So do you? That's the biggest tragedy of all. Yes, yeah. it is. Well, if I was still in D.C., it would be a bigger tragedy because it is like. The best place. There's a couple other really good ones too, like uh, in this new vegan in Columbia Heights. Defense. Um, there is something when you meet someone who decides to not operate by societal norms that is very like, ooh, what is going on? Like it's exciting. I yeah. get it. Yeah, but if you have a kid, I think. I mean, yeah, sure, go, go sure. Home and see your kid. Yeah, no, a, a thousand percent. But like, I'm <laughs> don't just follow sick. the manic man. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I've vegan diner. I've followed the manic man a lot, and uh, you I know. was talking about come follow the manic man. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't really have a plan. <laughs> no, you you don't. But that's what makes it so much fun. Come be his fan. <laughs> so so. Okay, so that so was stupid. the beginning, or or. I'm crying. <laughs> Come follow the manic man. Oh, Emily is not into it at all. <laughs> Emily does not follow the manic man. I don't follow which manic. She wants the slightly uh, low grade depressed <laughs> yeah, depression yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. Exactly. Keep them nice and <laughs> even nice and tame. Yeah, nice and tame. Nice sad. Not too interesting stuff. <laughs> Let's not get too adventurous. Okay, so so you. 
So that's that's that was all in the context of the of the the manic episode that I saw that I last saw you in. Well, I'd seen no, no, this, that, that, was, that was the new one. That was the new one. Okay. I want to I want to hear about the new one because you said you told me that there were multiple arrests. Yes. Yeah. Can can I ask you how the arrests happened? Yeah. And also, yes. how did you? So one of the arrests was not at the vegan <laughs> diner. That, that's crazy. No, I got to with that one. So, so to be clear, you had you you were transitioning off meds for the first one onto new meds, and that triggered a manic episode. Then last time I saw you in January, you I had was doing great in yeah, January. You had recovered from that. You were taking a different type of bipolar med. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and you were on like a very rigorous diet. You seemed very lucid and like optimistic at that point. And yeah, then, I was. It was such a fucking kick in the face for things to go off the rails again, to be honest. Yeah. So what? how did, how did that okay, let's go down? Just, let me just contextualize this as best that I can. Okay. Late. Uh, okay. Well, so by the, okay, by the summer of 2017, things were really bad when I was trying to transition off of lithium uh, just to be on Tilmictal because lithium was making me feel. Lithium's a very heavy side it can effect be, drug. But you know what? If it's yeah, the right. Yeah, there's a song about it. Yeah. Yeah. Like and that Kirk guy's Cobain. dead now. <laughs> yeah. But I love getting to be like, Kurt Cobain had bipolar disorder. I don't even yeah. know if it's true, but it, I just tell people. Yeah. People you know I mean? do say it's true. Yeah. Um, I mean, we don't know. Mm. Yeah. 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 I don't know if he officially had a diagnosis of it. Maybe he did. I don't think so. Mm. But, um, you know, suicide. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, that's true. Pretty good indicator. Well, he had stomach problems. Yeah, he had like this incredible pain. He had Crohn's. Oh yes, I he have heard that. Disease. He had Crohn's. Yeah, maybe that's yeah. why he killed himself. Yeah, he wasn't having that vegan fucking yeah. delicious food. He needed to go to this <laughs> vegan Kurt. diner in Washington D.C. He's like my bioflora <laughs> is uh, really messed up. Uh, okay, okay, so okay, go on. Lithium. Okay, so yeah, so then basically, manic. Uh, Summer of 2017 blows up uh, my life in a really terrible way. Explodes this great relationship I had. I was living with. Uh, yeah, you were dating someone. Yeah, really, really painful situation. Very difficult for me. And then I ended up going back to DC after. And then I came to New York, and that's when I was spun out in New York for a while. And then saw you when mm-hmm. things got weird. And then I eventually that manic episode sort of just ran ran its course. How long do they last typically? Uh. It depends, but it can be, they're kind of long for me because also I'll start smoking tons of weed and it just, yeah, I remember just, you were smoking that weed. That just makes like, it get worse and worse fuck. and worse for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's weird. I have no ambition, no desire at all to smoke weed when I'm in my regular mental state. But once I start getting manic, it's not only that I'm like, oh, I'm fine with smoking weed. I like live for smoking it. <laughs> You're like, smoke weed every smoke day. Smoke weed every day. Yeah. And I'm become, the messiah. Can yeah, you clarify something for me? When you're in that state, do you recognize the signs? Or are no. you kind of swept away by it? No, that's the thing that sucks. You're swept away by it. You know, and it's weird. I have like recurring delusions and I don't even, and I'm like aware of them. I can remember them when I'm not manic, but then I keep having them again and it, it really fucks with you. Like I just, I actually just wrote a bit about it. It's like, how many times am I going to believe I'm the Messiah? You know what I mean? Like <laughs> right. how many? I can't even ride a bicycle with confidence. It. I'm not the fucking <laughs> Messiah. And then there's this is the three delusions. I'm, I won't go into the, I'm not going to do the bit, but I'll just tell you the delusions, a few of them. Mm-hmm. One of them is where I think specifically that I'm the Rastafari Messiah. That is ja, fucking great. Which is, I don't know why, okay? Don't ask me why. Uh, maybe I, it's, I didn't say anything. No, Emily made a face. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Emily makes I, a lot I, of faces. Yeah, I can't not make she a face. Triggers, no, she triggers insecure people. <laughs> no. Well, I'm well, I'm secure in how insecure I am. So that one. That's all I ask of you. You're Ali Selassie. It's fine. All <laughs> pirates just I'm just going to wait. I'm just going to wait until I have Don't like a real. Don't do the merchant shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's you. 
<laughs> yeah. What is the likelihood? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And also, it's, it's not like, going to be a, bla- a, question, a black like guy you, with dreads. Like right when you said that. Okay. Right when you said that, I got like anxious because now like all reggae music is like a trigger for me. Like all Bob Marley. Was, <laughs> oh my god. So sad because it's such a beautiful, oh, I'm so sorry. like relaxing That's genre so of music. Sad. You know what I mean? Where it's like. Don't worry, yeah. bad thing. And then it's like, except for saving yeah. the world. Because I'm like, John. all I hear is like, you better worry about everything. You ah. shot the sheriff. <laughs> I, knew I knew it was me the whole yeah. time. So I okay, I'll just do the part. Fuck yeah, because sure. we're there. I yeah. go like, like I'm like. I'm like, can we talk about how disappointed the Rasta community would be if it turned out I was there? Oh, yeah. And then I do a whole act. It would be a real. So there's that. Got. But here's the thing. If I didn't go through all that, I wouldn't have that joke. That's true. Worth it. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to put quotation marks (laughs) around. Worth it. Sure, sure, (laughs) sure. So that. Then the other one is that I think I'm a secret operative working for the IRA. Yeah, that one I've heard of. Yeah, I've heard that one. Yeah. I don't know why, but Mm -hmm. I do. I think it's just stuff I think is cool. Yeah. Right. It's kind of fun. The third what if it was one that you is, were just a bummer? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was just like, I'm really into reruns of Columbo. <laughs> like, I think I'm a dire- the director from Columbo. I'm a door-to-door vacuum salesman. <laughs> yeah, that's a better one. Nice yeah, one. I like that one. Yeah, the Colum- the Colum- I don't know. That's where I went. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But uh, and then the third one is a really complicated one. It has to do with cryptocurrency. Oh yeah, oh, wow. very wow. topical. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that I have like created this cryptocurrency called uh-huh. JFOD coin <laughs> and um, and that like um, I popularize it by like the plan is I'm to crying. <laughs> just from that part there's so much more uh, uh. The, the plan is to popularize it by like, is, is the value of the coin based off of uh, Noam Chomsky books? Like, how does it, how is it? <laughs> First edition. <laughs> First edition. It's a compilation of essays explaining in oh, depth yeah, yeah, the yeah. context Absolutely. for why that terrible That's how you unlock happened. the coin. You yeah, put a Noam yeah, Chomsky yeah. book into a computer and like turn it like a knob. How many yeah. editions are there? Three. Three. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Okay, I'm sorry, J. Fod coin. They're not like first edition of that book is not like valuable. You can get them on. Yeah, yeah. You get them on Amazon for like eleven bucks. Mm-hmm. Well, it depends. It depends what book it. But we so. don't have to. It doesn't. It, this literally matters. None. Yeah. Um, J. Fod. J. Fod coin. Yeah. Okay. So mm-hmm. J. Fod coin. Basically, I'm like, oh, how am I gonna create value for this? Here's how I'll do it. I'm gonna make. Um, uh, all of my comedy albums cost a hundred dollars, right? But only one JFOD coin. Okay, mm. right. With that financial masterstroke, immediately. That's it. <laughs> no, there's more. There's more. There's more. But that's the get it started. That's how we're gonna. Our merch is only available through JFOD coins. It's a good idea. Yeah. Okay. Okay. My albums and your guys' merch only JFOD yeah, coins. Yeah, 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 fuck yeah, Bitcoin. Yeah, fuck yeah. fiat currencies. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So anyway, so then it's worth that, and then and then what I do is like I use that value to then uh, use that money to invest in a new type of corporation called an INTC LLC. Okay. So it's internationally incorporated. So it's not beholden to nation state based taxes. Okay. Because we know that that just goes to perpetuate endless war. And are those headquarters in your home or at the diner <laughs> or like where is that corporation? <laughs> well, it can't be at the diner. You right. Because I burned that bridge. You blew that shit. Yeah. So 
Then are you telling this to people when you're in it? Like, are you explaining this to people? Javon, what have you been up to? <laughs> I got a fucking. Well, I made you. a currency. You know what? I've never really explained this too well uh-huh. to anybody else. Well, because it makes no sense. I know, but right. the thing is, <laughs> yeah, and it's fine. Like, I want us to still keep like riffing it out. Yeah, but yeah. It seems so hard to figure out how to say it. And then you're saying funny shit in yeah. between. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, fuck, I don't know how to explain You lost this. track. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You yeah. lost track yeah. of yeah, the yeah, exchange yeah. rate for the <laughs> corporation and such. Okay, okay. International so it's an waters. ITC.LLC, LLC, uh-huh. some international corporation, and mm-hmm. then you pay your taxes to UNICEF or something, or and like it's it's a better thing. As I'm a fuck. third party, UNICEF yeah. is an impartial third party, yeah. But here's what's crazy, or here's what's crazy. It's like I came up with this idea. This is what's crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Here's the weird part. I came up with this idea in like 2007 or so. So this has been a 10 plus year long okay. delusion that keeps kind of coming back around uh-huh. where I'm like, what if it is real? Uh-huh. Um, and so basically though, I was like, oh, how am I going to legitimize uh, JFOD coin, but also somehow have, fuck, I can't remember. But basically somehow I'm like, I have to give JFOD coin some sort of tangible digital signature. Okay. And so the way to do that is that I've uh like I've done it with like the grape emoji. <laughs> you know, like the bundle of grapes emoji. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a good one. Did, you, did yeah. I ever send you did I ever text you grapes or cherries? No, I don't think so. Okay, a lot of friends have gotten grapes Heartful. or cherries. They I actually always is, just assume they're nipples. You didn't give <laughs> you didn't even give me any JFOD coin after everything we've been wait, through. Wait, wait, wait. No, that's not how you distribute the uh, yes it is Emily, Emily? Wait, wait, come wait, on wait, wait. but here's it's here's. through cherry emojis keep no, up wait, wait we're not even anywhere near the cherry emoji okay. we have to stay with the the, the, grape, the grapes emojis. I'm sorry yeah so this is what it is there is okay for after okay in 2008 when I was saving the world uh, when I was taking control of the internet yes. to keep the neocons from erasing all of the evidence of their war crimes from YouTube yes right? yes of I was course doing with that, you and when I was like kind of tweeting out all that information about it. I was hashtagging everything with hashtag goofy grapes. Okay. Because here's the thing. I realized that, oh, you know, if someone's going to try to track and find out who's doing this hack, I have to have a patsy. Right, right, right. So I had to make that patsy goofy grapes. And here's who goofy grapes is. Breadcrumbs. Breadcrumbs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Goofy grapes is like a comedy character a friend of mine played (laughs) on stage at a show once 13 years ago. And he's like, stop stealing my shit, John. And he never did it after that. Uh-huh. And I thought it was so funny. And the only way I can describe the character is being like um, a confused hobo wearing swim goggles and like a girl, <laughs> like a little girl's backpack. So like what you become <laughs> yeah, at yeah, the yeah, end yeah. of one of your yeah, manic yeah. episodes. Yeah. Yeah. So and anyway. the name of the character was Goofy, Goofy Grapes. Grapes. <laughs> I mean, it's got, it's, there's something very charming to it. I do like it. So here's the thing, you guys. So then Goofy Grapes, uh, and I was like, okay, so now I'm going to use that somehow, somehow, because that's like the Patsy and that's the hashtag that I have created on Twitter, which by the way is pretty amazing because if you go all the way down to the beginning, it's all just weird intc.ll tweets from me. Yeah. Then the rest of it has just become, has become a hashtag of just like, like black teenagers talking about crazy shit they did and then saying like hashtag goofy grapes. Oh, really? Like, yeah, like got blackout on the trampoline, woke up naked, must have been naked on the tra- hashtag goofy grapes. It's if fucking I amazing. If I look up the hashtag goofy grapes right now, will I see your tweets? Yes. So 
question. And you also will if you do hashtag Yikes City, but that's another story. <laughs> that's another cryptocurrency. That, the Yikes City one is connected to the cherry, <laughs> and Goofy Grapes is connected to the grape. Uh, and now, if you get if you get texted a grape from me, that's basically a JFOD coin IOU because the J, the JFOD <laughs> thing is there because I wanted right. to make sure all my friends and stuff. I guess not Andre. Andre yeah, Andre, right. All my friends and stuff were gonna like get these things as sort of like retroactively we'd be getting the value for right. all of this kind of content that we're creating for the world that we're not getting paid for. So it comes from a place you're of paying like artists. Oh, you're paying I artists. Love, I mean, I like the idea. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like you're getting cherries, you're getting grapes. They're and, uh, all very nice ideas. Yeah. All these, all these like reoccurring manic. Uh, it's like, all in the spirit of like fuck society yeah. and the government yeah. can go well, down in flames. Another and thing grapes. I thought was going to happen was that, I was going to be able to start like a spin-off production company uh, through the job I had from like Redacted Tonight. It mm -hmm. was going to be called Redacted Studios and it was going to be web acquisitions of original contact and, you know, existing stuff. And I was going to be able to 1099 it out and get all my friends a bunch of jobs getting paid to do videos for comedy. And I stuff. mean, it's 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 all nice. It's yeah. all like, do you do our people during your manic episodes being like, hey, John. What's going on? And are you kind of sidestepping them? Like, are there confrontations along the way? Or people kind of like try to get you back to your family? Like, what is, what is, um, if you can remember, what is sort of like the chain of events? Yeah. That sets I mean, off? there is, there is initially a sidestepping where I like will be convinced that I'm okay or that mm -hmm. people just don't understand what's going on or mm -hmm. something like that. Uh, yeah. I mean, I really want to be, more diligent at this point about really getting like a very like, more tangible plan in place. Like, did you find something? It's well, let me say it's this thing. It's borderline illegible. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Wait, what I want to say though, real quick, is like so. Basically, I want to have like a couple handfuls of friends on like all on a shared document with also my psychiatrist information and stuff like that. And if I start going off the rail, somebody can get in touch with her she can make sure that we know like which hospital i if i have to go there and yeah. stuff like that and we could potentially nip this thing in the bud sooner compared to later yeah you know yeah so that's something that i'm going to be doing but go ahead, is that you? recommend like i'm sure that you are not the only one who this happens to yeah uh yeah more than once like is there a recommended plan of action by your psychiatrist or well it's interesting i brought that up and she supported it you know, but as there is there, the recommended plan of action is to, you know, stay on your medication and monitor your sleep pattern. There's yeah. Like two of the main things. So probably like to have your family checking in on you and stuff like that. Yeah. Does that's your family good. check in on you from time to time to see how you're doing? Yeah. Yeah. We talk. We have a good relationship. So, yeah. so also it's weird that actually that there is not kind of like these nets set up for bi for bipolar like as a part of treatment i would yeah. imagine that there would be it's kind of shocking that there isn't because an emergency treatment yeah plan. yeah and also um the thing with the meds so i have bipolar friends aplenty and often they I, a lot of the times they go off their meds and you've described like i was transitioning off of my into new meds or trying different meds is there ever a point where you where you just like, I feel good and I don't need these? Is that ever like an impulse you have? Because I've heard that expressed by bipolar people that they feel okay. And they, it, I think it's kind of like, 
I don't want to be on these meds or I don't want to have to deal with this sickness. Yeah, years before. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Like, is that like um, an early along in the process kind of thing? Yeah, it's been like it's. Yeah, that was the, the case. Maybe like uh, I don't know, two thousand seven, two thousand eight, mm-hmm. and then, and then it was this. Ugh, I can't remember all of them, but I do know that the first I was the first time that I was put on lithium wasn't until twenty fourteen. Oh, okay. Um, and they he gave this doctor gave me a dose, and I was taking that dose, and then. He called me and he said, hey, the, you know, the blood work came back and there's not nearly enough lithium in your blood. He's like, you know, you need to double the dose, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. So then I doubled it and I was taking that for a while and I was like, oh, I can't even stay up. I can't, yeah. even, you know, I can't, I'm not going to be able to do this, you know, do my, do this job and work, work on this show and stuff. Well, and, yeah, you're a creative person too. So that yeah, poses problems. Yeah. So then I just arbitrarily, and this was bad, but I arbitrarily just went back to the original dosage mm. and- you know, I was, I didn't have, I didn't have a manic or depressed episode for about two years, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. so then, but then I did and it was really, really bad. And then I was on, you know, the heavier amount of lithium mm-hmm. and it was really bad. So I, we tried to- What does do lithium this. do to, to prevent, like, what is its function? Well, they actually don't. They don't know still specifically what it does, even though it's been being used since 1949. And yeah. it's like people say like, oh, it's got this great efficacy. It's been around for so long. But also it's like I have a pre-civil rights era medication. Yeah, you know, yeah. Not like it's quite heavy. Eisenhower administration. But that being said, the lithium now, it's a lot like, you know, cleaner than older lithium and stuff like that. And I'm on a dosage right now of, of 600 milligrams, which puts me like right right in like the the precipice of the you know having enough uh, lithium in your blood for it to be in the therapeutic range because mm-hmm. unfortunately it's it has to be somewhat close to what like the toxic range would be oh okay but it doesn't it's not as bad as it, as that sounds you yeah. know um but that with having this other medication with me having lomictal those two for me work right now and my energy feels good and my creativity feels good but it also is because i'm living very healthy. Like yeah. I'm living a sober lifestyle. I'm exercising and, and eating well. Yeah. So that, vegan, all of those things in place. Yeah, vegan I've been vegan eating. for like a year and a fucking half. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah, but I've, so Wendy Starling is also bipolar and she's like exercises very, right? And I've heard that that is very, very helpful for people with bipolar. The exercise and the eating has to be like very on point. That doesn't surprise yeah, me. It's, yeah, it's beneficial sleeping. for anxiety too. Yeah, it just, yeah. I think exercise, honestly, is good for everybody. But oh, yeah. also, of course, it's yeah. really good for depression. Like any time that I've been in a depression following a manic episode, when I can get back into an exercise thing, that really is something yeah. that really, really helps. Um, yeah. So read, tell us tell us about the cops. Oh, yeah. Well, first read, read one of the... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So you found hashtag Goofy Grapes. It's yeah, on there? I did. It's still live. Uh-huh. Good. Uh, When's it from? Uh, it's from February 26, 2013. Oh, Ooh, early. Okay. Oh. Does that ring a bell? Does that seem early? It seems early to me. Well, based there, on what there should be, there's that one, but there should be some, you don't have to look for it, but there should be some from probably like 2007 or eight. So if I yeah. see Goofy Grapes popping up online, I know to fucking ring the alarm. Yeah, we do actually. Yeah. See, like, it, they're not, I, like, I don't even know how to read these out loud. Like, <laughs> Why? There's one that says. She's just like, 
There, <laughs> there's one that says, oh, shit. <laughs> and then you tag a bunch of people just curb funked at someone else. Hashtag real life motherfucker. <laughs> Hashtag I mean, yeah, if you're going to be a Rasta city. king. Oh, yeah. Yikes city. Hashtag goofy grapes. And then all the emojis. Nice. The cherries, the grapes, and the cool face with the sunglasses. <laughs> and then there's another one that says, just get out of Le Lune de Bin. And then. Oh, that's. Oh, no, the Bin de Lune, right? No? It says Le Lune de Bin. <laughs> don't, uh, don't you edit. <laughs> and then had a bangerang set at Zerzamen, which I guess is a venue. Hashtag goofy grapes. Wait, when was that? Uh, February 26th, Two days 2013. Ago. 2013? So you got out of the loony bin. You got out of the loon bin. The loon And you had a set at... Zerz, no, mean That's the show that me and Ben Kronberg used to run in the West Village. Oh, oh so that was in Zerzamine. New York. The other one that I read first, that was from September 7th, 2017. <laughs> Wait, we're, we're like we have a map yeah, with like yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, push pins a in it. A goofy grapes like, timeline. Is there anything back for 2007-2008? Let's see. Let's, <laughs> well, she looks. So tell me. So okay. So you had a manic episode. I saw you in January. You were doing well, and you were taking a different type of lithium and talking to a guy in the UK about like diet and yeah, certain yeah, things. Yeah. I was working with a specialist in the UK. Uh, who specializes in bipolar disorder, but he treats it in a kind of an alter alternative, holistic way. I think he's uh, more aligned with the kind of naturopath scene. And you know, I uh, I'm not going to say that what he does won't doesn't work for some people, but unfortunately, ultimately, it didn't work for me, and it was really, really frustrating for me because you had your head I, up for air for a minute, and I then really you, did, and, yeah. I, and I was being so so uh, diligent with this really robust regimen to be well. And I was so excited because I was like, oh, wow, I really get to th like thrive now with this illness, not like try to like have to live this re in this re reduced way, but try to make the best out of it. Instead, I can be yeah. really healthy. Of course. Because it was because the main thing was lithium orotate instead of lithium carbonate. The traditional lithium is called lithium carbonate. Mm -hmm. That's the one where you have to take, you know, a, a dosage that is, you know, borderline toxic. Yeah, it's, it, but it's, it is, but it's, yeah, borderline with a lowercase b toxic. Yeah, yeah. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? But, uh, so, instead there's this, this medication called lithium orotate that's in the dietary supplement world. It's not oh, FDA okay. approved, uh, but there's a lot of anecdotal evidence that it works uh, mm. for a lot of people. Maybe it's better for people that have bipolar 2 disorder. I have bipolar 1 disorder. Bipolar 2 disorder, they say, is like a... Little. less severe version of it that's more of the depressions and some hypomania like yeah like mania -like uh -huh. sort of thing still not a fucking walk in the park you know um, yeah 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 but uh you got the goofy grapes bipolar yeah i got the goofy in grapes. some ways not as fun yeah <laughs> yeah it's yeah. fun labeled we're gonna put quotation marks on fun too. yeah um mm. but yeah so that but it wasn't just like oh you just have to take lithium orotate it was lithium orotate plus another a number of other uh you know, I don't know if they were supplements or if they were vitamins, minerals, but it was basically a bunch of things. So it was lithium orotate, and then it was some magnesium, some zinc, some vitamin C, like a baby aspirin at night, like uh, like omega threes, um, and then a couple of other ones. I can't remember off the top of my mm -hmm. head. So you know, I'd be doing all that stuff. But then it was also um, 
brain relaxation techniques. Like one of the things you had to do for the first three months every night, he had a recording of like a brain relaxation technique. Okay. Well, not every night, but you have to like every once once some once a day or whatever, like listen to that recording. Mm-hmm. So I did all that. And I was also doing separate like guided meditations because I'm into meditation. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I was doing that. Uh, you know, and another thing is you're supposed to sleep in a completely black room, so you get blackout blinds and stuff. So see, this sounds like a manic episode in itself. <laughs> like I and listen to this thing, man yeah, talking, yeah. and I take yeah of <laughs> all these different pills, and I'm in a blackout room. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. listen to a tape uh-huh. <laughs> of him talking to me. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. It does sound like I'm joining a cult. Yeah, I am the Messiah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I thought I was the Messiah. <laughs> the Messiah Wars. Right. Uh huh. So there's that, and then it's the, and then it's important to have a low inflammation diet with an appropriate omega six to omega three ratio and oh, stuff. This like is that. a lot of work. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so the best way to do that is to to uh, be vegan. So I was like, you know, I'm just gonna be fucking vegan. Mm-hmm. Whatever, let's do it. And uh, and then exercise is really important, especially high intensity interval training, which is really good for your mm-hmm. brain for BNN, BDNF. Mm. I'm not exactly sure. You had to learn for. so much shit for this. Yeah. So yeah. I was doing, I was exercising like I would, and I was doing yoga and I was doing a lot of like this kind of like interval sprinting on, on, uh, on the treadmill and lifting ton of weights. And I, I got in really good shape. I lost like 30 pounds and, uh, and I was feeling, and I was feeling good. And I was, I, it took me so long to process all of the pain from the last episode and all yeah. the fallout from the relationship and how terrible I felt about that. And then, you know, working through that and, you know, me and my ex-girlfriend becoming friends, but only after like a, a really, really trying kind of like emotional yeah. discourse where yeah. finally, you know, there was space for her to say how, you know, she felt during when she was subjected to me being manic because she didn't have room to do that. She was just kind of holding space for me. And I was so happy in any capacity to be there to listen. But for the love of God, it was incredibly painful yeah, for to me. Yeah, to hear all And that. I was already depressed. So having that on top of that was rough. Mm-hmm. And I finally was like figuring out how to forgive myself for some of this stuff that I felt terrible about. I was reconnecting with a couple friendships that got really damaged in DC and things were good for a little while. And then it's, and finally by late December, I was able to say to my therapist out loud that I didn't feel depressed. Finally was able to say that. And I was like crying, but like happy tears. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and then, you know, I ended up back in New York to host 51st jokes. That went well. Mm -hmm. I hosted it in DC a couple weeks later. That went well. And we're now we're into January, but cut to, Later in January into February, I can't remember the exact first things that were happening, but by by into February, by mid-February, certainly, I was already manic. And then by, uh, yeah, by March 1st, I got, you know, it was the first time I got uh, arrested, <laughs> which I will tell you guys about. We will get to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, uh, yeah, so basically this year, earlier this year, it's so crazy to me because right now I feel so in control, I feel so okay, and I feel so sort of optimistic and excited about whatever I'm going to figure out how to do moving forward mm-hmm. as a comedian. Mm-hmm. But not so long ago, like, things have been really rough. Like, I was arrested, let out, arrested, let out, arrested, let out, like, holding cell stuff, mm-hmm. right? Then arrested, left in jail for two weeks, then moved to... Uh, two, for psych- two weeks? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, for two weeks. And then moved to a psychiatric hospital for that also has a wing for people that are have pending charges for a month. 
uh, St. Elizabeth Hospital, where uh, John Hinckley Jr. was, the dude that tried to uh, shoot Reagan. Off the president, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'll never even be the most famous person that went there. <laughs> that is should be your concern, definitely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And so that place uh, then got out of there, ended up going home to New Jersey, was like miserable for June, miserable for a good portion of July. Towards the end of July, got out of it by writing and by uh, exercising and by going to yoga class. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, really like August was a lot of like just sort of writing out this thing I'm working on, Mm -hmm. this like this solo show that is... There's, I mean, you saw how these stories, there's like so mm-hmm. much to try yeah. to figure out. It's a lot to detangle, I'm sure. Yeah. So yeah. that and then moved back to the city late August. Mm-hmm. And I've been here for like a few weeks and I feel fine. <laughs> I feel good. <laughs> You're back, baby. And I'm on, I'm on medication. So now it's the sort of thing I'm ta- I've taken like the best aspects of that alternative treatment, mm-hmm. like the health aspects and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. And I'm now though using a more traditional... Uh, medication route. Yeah. My psychiatrist, like she did reduce me from 900 milligrams of lithium to 600 mm-hmm. because at 900 for me, I just, I'm like, if I have to live like this, this is going to be fucking terrible. Yeah. 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 There's no quality so of life. I really, really hope that this combination will work for me for mm-hmm. the long term mm-hmm. because the episode before, like when you helped me get that hotel, when that episode was over, I, I said to myself, to my therapist, that I was like, I can't handle this happening again. I do not have another one of these in me. Mm-hmm. And then it did happen again. God. You know? So it's been really, really digging deep, like trying to find um, like a resolve in the abyss. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know? and, I've, and I'm okay. You know, here I am. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm very happy that you're okay. Yeah, me too. <laughs> but it is, it's still very fresh. Yeah. Like, like when we go through the timeline, it's still only like you've, you know, it's been like a a couple months. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. But you've been on. What am I going to do? Like I was home in New Jersey and like I love being around my family, but it was also for me incredibly isolated. Yeah, yeah, of course. It's like it's like, no, okay. I was just. It's fucked up. You know, I lost this great relationship in the last episode. you know, the episode before last and this last one, I lost this job. I was mm-hmm. on Redacted Tonight for the past five years. It was a pretty great gig for me. It's mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. But, you know, and so now it's the sort of thing where I'm, what am I going to just like give up and be a miserable piece of shit? Or am I going to move forward and figure out the next creative thing I can do? You yeah. Know? I'm having fun on stage. I'm, 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 I think this thing I'm working on can be really worthwhile and interesting. Yeah, you're selling merch. You're yeah, selling yeah. merch, I'm baby. Selling you're merch. back. Did you find any older ones? Uh, it doesn't go any further than, oh. yeah. than uh, sorry, 2010. Oh, no. Yeah. Unfortunately. You must kind of have this feeling of like, wow, what more can this disease take from me type thing? Do you ever go like, Jesus fucking when? Yeah, it's yeah. fucked up, dude. Yeah. You know? Um, I... Uh, you know, I don't know. I think for a long time, I'll be honest, I was trying to like outrun it where I would have an episode, I would sort of take medication or I would take the medication that I was okay with. Yeah. But the truth is, a lot of things that I've been prescribed over the years for this are fucking, for me, they've been, they've been fucking awful, you yeah. know? Uh, and uh, different people, you know, react differently to medications. And and I'm, I'm certainly not one of those people that says that people shouldn't be on them. I'm really not that person. I mm-hmm. do think it should be more of a, 
last line of defense. I know for the fact for me that I, you know, that I need to be on something like this. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and I wish that for whatever reason, I wish that I was able to get onto this dosage and have had that offered to me with this other thing, uh, years ago. But then part of me is like, if I was over medicated, let's say after that really big episode in 2007 to Mm -hmm. eight, I don't know what I would have been able to bounce back and accomplish creatively and mm. all that stuff. I know that sounds kind of fucked up because it's been a, a dangerous situation for myself and it's really been stressful for my family and friends and I feel terrible about that. And I just don't, I know that you guys would be here for me and help me and stuff and I, of course I eternally appreciate that. I just don't want to subject people to that. I just don't want it to happen. Anymore. Yeah, it must yeah. feel so oh, like, Fuck this yeah. again. Yeah. yeah, it's terrible. Yeah. Know? Yeah. I mean, it's not it's no fucking goofy grapes. Uh, fucking I'm, good yeah, times. I mean, listen, um, if anybody at home needs medication, I can't help you. But if you just need someone to talk to. Yes. I can't help you. Yes, yeah. you can, my friend. Better help <laughs> is one of our sponsors. <laughs> they offer therapy via text over the phone, over video chat. You're the best if in the game. If you're having a manic episode, as long as you're medicated, people, yes. this might be something to supplement your mental health plan. That's right. Absolutely. Talk therapy is a crucial aspect of a uh, mental health plan. Yeah, it totally is. And I honestly think that anybody can benefit from having a therapist. I have a therapist. And... I could even benefit from using this with my existing therapist. Give me all the therapists. Give me all the therapy. I go to therapy once a week, but sometimes, you know, I go in on a Wednesday, something happens on a Friday. I'm a fucking mess until the following Wednesday. John texts me a fucking grape emoji and I'm like, is John dead? I don't fucking know. I got to talk to somebody. I need to talk to somebody. That means you're fucking rich. Yeah, I mean, well, thanks for nothing. Have you thought about talking to someone but are unsure of where to start? BetterHelp makes it easy to connect with a licensed professional counselor, caring professionals specializing in the issues that you want to talk about. Join BetterHelp and get help at your own time and at your own pace. Schedule secure video and phone sessions or text your therapist worldwide and you can start communicating in under 24 hours. It's a truly affordable option and Hot Mess listeners get 10% off yes. your first month with discount code hot mess. If you've been wanting to talk, you can get started right now. Go to betterhelp.com slash hot mess. Simply fill out the questionnaire and get matched with a counselor you'll love. That's betterhelp.com slash hot mess. People have been messaging me that they are going back to therapy or starting therapy with BetterHelp. Same. Yeah, it's so, I love it. I love it. Also asking me for the code, which is weird. It's always hot mess. Always hot mess. Whatever. You're getting birth control. You're getting therapy. You know, I shouldn't judge. You need therapy. We should should make the code Goofy Grapes just for one of them. Right? To honor (laughs) J-Pod. Do it. Okay. Before we go, John, I do want to know about what the arrest were for. I'm so curious. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. So, oh, it's so fucking hard to explain quickly. Okay. That's okay. So I was... uh, Okay, I was not at work, but instead I was like at this like soccer field kicking the ball around. <laughs> um, and then mm-hmm. uh, 
it got, I was like really getting Solo? Hot. Yeah. Solo. Yeah, mm-hmm. solo. But it was near a school and I assumed like all the kids were going to come out and I was going to be like the soccer coach, but they did not come out. Mm. Thank God. Thank because God, that would have been God. fucking, <laughs> I would have like, all right, kids, we're working on slide tackles and we're also going to talk about how MK Ultra is still happening. <laughs> so You're a sex offender by accident. You have to be a sex offender. <laughs> yeah. I don't need to throw that into the mix. Yeah. So then I end up on the tennis courts and I'm, yeah, I think the economy is going to crash and <laughs> I, I occupy uh, DC 2.0 is happening, right. but I'm like, occupy tennis court. Yeah. Yeah. So I was yelling like occupy DC 2.0, but then people would walk by and I'd be like, uh, I actually, I teach tennis lessons. Um, you know, if you want to come back, I'll be giving free lessons in the morning. Cause in my mind I was like, Oh, I have to contribute to the sharing economy of occupy and uh, I'm going right, to right. teach tennis lessons. Using J-Fi coin. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. So then I like, so, Oh, I took off my, my jacket and my hoodie and my like my uh, like my phone and different stuff and put it in like the corner of the goal and uh-huh. then went to the tennis court and then I went back and it was gone like everything was like stolen. Oh I'm, shit! I'm, sorry, I'm like I'm like manic, right? So, yeah. So I still had, I still had my wallet. So then I remember just like buying a whole. I was like, oh okay. I just and was, I bought a whole bunch of packs of cigarettes, like American Spirit cigarettes, like all the colors, mm-hmm. which is kind of weird. <laughs> And uh, and then I bought this like really big crate full of just alcohol. And oh, good! I didn't like try to get back into my place or get a burner phone or something. Uh huh. And then I just started. I just met up with a bunch of these like homeless people I've been hanging out with, and we just got like drunk and everything. And it was getting like nighttime, and it was getting really cold. Uh huh. And I had no way to get into my place, but I I went to my place, and then I remember being like, "Oh, my roommate is here. She's like she's sleeping. I don't want to knock very loud, and I've already." really strain that relationship because of the, because of the, the sword, the sword and yeah. whatnot. So I was like, Oh man, this is fucked up. I really need to get some shelter. So I went, I was walking around the neighborhood and I saw some light on in somebody's house and I mm-hmm. knocked on the door and very calmly like told him I was cold and asked if I can go in. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, they did not let me in. No. what? <laughs> yeah. And I remember thinking that they were drug dealers. Like they were like heroin dealers. Mm-hmm. And my thought was like, Oh, beggars can't be choosers. <laughs> Uh, but then the dude did give me a jacket. He gave me this like, this like it was like a women's size small white <laughs> police jacket. I couldn't zip it or anything. <laughs> I was like, hey, it's it's something. <laughs> so weird. That's kind of the goofy grapes guy was wearing a woman's jacket too. So yeah. again, full circle. Woman's backpack. Uh, girls, right. Excuse girls me. Backpack. Excuse me. Yeah, full. Yeah, full octagon. <laughs> full trapezoid. Uh, Full rhombus. uh Nice Uh rhombus. So then I was, I kind of walked next door and I noticed in the back of this house that there was this back door that looked sort of like vulnerable, you know? And I was like, oh, maybe I can get in here. Vulnerable. Yeah. There was like a a steel pipe, like on a diagonal, and I just moved the pipe and then the door opened. Oh my God. You see, in your manic mind, you must be like, I'm opening the pot. Like, this makes sense. This makes sense. And yeah. also, I would, anytime I would break into a place, I would be like, this is a safe house for me. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. Because there's some sort of underground organization it was that meant, knows yeah. I have to be protected. Yeah. I put on my woman's fleece jacket. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm going in. So I got in there, but it wasn't, I wasn't like in their house. I was like, the room, it was a very small laundry room. And then there was a door behind that that I didn't even open that maybe went into more of the house. Yeah. So it was just me in there and there was a lot of kind of stuff in there. So it was really cluttered. Mm-hmm. And then there was the the stackable washer and dryer. Mm-hmm. And I was like, 
oh, cool. I obviously have to sort of change my identity. So I have to put on some of these clothes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so I opened the fucking dryer. <laughs> And there's all of this sportswear in there, <laughs> you know, like I remember it was an Umbro yeah, brand zip yeah. up jacket and uh-huh. Adidas track pants. Okay, nice. Both like black and white. <laughs> oh Secret you know I mean? agent <laughs> man. <laughs> Full track suit and a women's <laughs> No, I took off the fleece. That thing wasn't working for me. And now all of these clothes were extra large. So we're just going like <laughs> other, side of of the the other side of the spectrum. Oh you must have looked so insane. Yeah. And then what I did was like, oh, I have to hide my identity. So, and I was like, and I felt nervous that the NSA was trying to get me. So I couldn't like stay in there. But for a while, I thought I could like hide in there because there was some like mirror that I moved, like put on its side. So I was behind it. So I was thinking like if someone saw it, they would just see the mirror of their own reflection and There's wouldn't a mirror find me. And you behind it in a giant dress. <laughs> Yeah, mental illness is so fun. It is, it oh is. My Thank God. God, I'm a comedian. Yeah. Thank yeah. God. <laughs> you know, yeah, if you had any other job, this would be like detrimental <laughs> yeah. to your career. Yeah. I mean, it still is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure. yeah, it ain't great, but sure. yeah. But I mean, I'm story, doing all right. But the I mean, stories don't, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's just the level of talent I must have. I'm just kidding. But okay, uh-huh. so. So anyway, right? Well, you are the Messiah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You think the, the white Rastafarian Messiah? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, <laughs> you should whatever. You should have watched my set last night. I did uh-huh. that whole bit. Uh-huh. So, so then I'm in there and I'm really paranoid. So I was like, oh, I can't like keep any remnants of my identity on me. Mm-hmm. So I like take out my wallet and leave mm-hmm. and like take out all my cards, including my photo ID and just leave them always there. Always with the wallet. Always. Yeah. I you know. always ditch the wallet yeah, first. I know. It's the most But also it's item. like, hey, you want to get get away with the crime of stealing somebody's clothes? Don't, Don't leave, leave your, your idea. fucking yeah, photo yeah, ID yeah. on the yeah. ground for them to find, right? Uh-huh. So, so I do that and then I'm like really, it's really cold out. So then- Oh, and I also thought that because all of the clothes were so static clingy that mm-hmm. they had some sort of kind of like tech on them that would keep me like from like facial recognition software <laughs> working from the NSA or something you like that. You know how tracksuits are. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I'm wearing Is that, that what all the Guidos have I'm been out, doing? I'm outside. Yeah, sweat wick and tracking devices. <laughs> like yeah. how the fuck can I like not believe that now, you know, and know it's ridiculous, but fucking believe it. Why? Yeah, like yeah. believe what the it fuck so is that? hard. Like, yeah, yeah. Look at us talking about it. It's almost like I'm talking about it like, hey, it's this other person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's crazy. It is, yeah. Truly. What the, the fuck? The definition. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So then, so <laughs> then, so then, I'm like, I gotta get out of this fucking, <laughs> this fucking laundry room. Something bad's gonna happen. So mm-hmm. I, I walk out and I remember like, covering myself completely and it was really cold like i might have even started snowing i can't remember oh god oh, no. and and, I, and i'm walking i think it was a raining snowing or sleeting a little bit mm-hmm. and i think i was like taking the metal pole and i was kind of walking with it and then i was like i gotta get some <laughs> why shelter. did you have the pole so then i don't know why i had yeah. the pole um and so then i was like i gotta get some shelter so then there was a car mm-hmm. in the driveway there mm. and I just wanted to open the door and it was unlocked. Wow. Oh my God. God, lock yeah. your cars, people. So now I'm in the car. Goofy Grapes is coming for you. <laughs> Goofy Grapes coming to get you. <laughs> so then I locked, I locked the car uh, and then I'm in there and then somehow somebody must have seen me or heard me or something because they called the cops. Oh, uh, yeah. And But the, that's what was pretty great was like, 
cops couldn't get me out of the car. You know, like. Oh, did you lock the car from the inside? Yeah, I locked it from the inside. Yes. And I was just like pretending to be sleeping. And they were like banging on it and like that. And, uh, I'm, like, and I'm being very like non-reactive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because think about they it. They must have thought you were dead. No, I was moving around. Oh, okay. Little, they didn't think okay. I was dead. I think somebody called like, hey, this person came into my car. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. And so then they, but I was thinking about it. I remember thinking, I was like. I'm only I'm only gonna get out of this I'm only gonna get out of this car if uh, if I want to get out of this car because what I are mean, they gonna do like take a fucking axe and bang in the front wind, wind yeah I'm not yeah gonna do that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but then I was like okay I'll get out of the car <laughs> so, so, I, <laughs> <You're>, <laughs> so I opened the door and then they arrested me right, yeah but, yeah but this particular time. And then when I thought I was getting arrested, I immediately would always think that I was working undercover with the cops. Yeah. So there was some do, weird yeah. thing where I didn't think it was a big deal. But then they took me to this place called CPEP, which is sort of like a holding place for people that potentially aren't going to go to jail, but will go to like a psychiatric hospital. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but it's a very short term sort of like psych place. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was there. And then I ended up in this place called PIW, the Psychiatric Institute of Washington, for like a week. Got out of there, met this really weird uh, girl who was like going through something crazy, but our crazy really matched up in a really. Yeah, you always find a female fellow way. traveler. Yeah, and she That's and been I me got for into a few some, times. Yeah, she and I got into some weird shit, and then her friend freaked out on me because her friend was like having a manic episode and like yelled at me and found out where I worked and that freaked her out or something. Were you going to your job at this point still? No, I was on like leave for my job. I was taking like paid days off Uh and then getting into, they were trying to get into place like this family medical leave thing or something. Uh But but it was still like me, DC is not, it was not a really good place for for mental health resources and stuff like that, unfortunately. Mm. So then I ended up, Throwing a bunch of bottles in the street. Uh, got this time. I think it was either an ambulance or a fire truck. It must have been an ambulance. It wasn't a fucking fire yeah, truck. yeah. Okay, let's call the firemen. Yeah, but no, but it was like a. It was somebody from like the. I don't know. I don't know. And I got arrested. I got arrested again. Not mm-hmm. arrested. That time I got then taken to CPEP again, taken to uh, psychiatric institute of Washington, and I was there then for like closer to maybe two weeks. I get out or a week and a half. I don't know. I get out either the same day or the next day that I got out. Cops show up at my place uh, saying that they pulled the warrant for when I broke into that laundry room and then arrested mm-hmm. me literally the day after I got out of the hospital. Oh, fuck. Uh, so that was really kind of a fucked up thing. Yeah, you know? yeah. Yeah, um, you're like getting back on your feet. Yeah. And then I had to meet with this detective and the detective was like, we have sort of have surveillance pictures of you doing this. And he's like, and when we found these pictures, he goes, is this you? And he showed me a picture he printed out. Of me from Fifty First Jokes that he got off of Facebook. <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck?" I'm like, "Yeah, that's me." Uh-huh. And I just told him, "I was like, look, I was really scared. It was really cold. I thought I was gonna die, so I went in there." Yeah. You know, he's like, "So you're admitting it?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm admitting it." Yeah. You know? What am I gonna <laughs> like, no. Yeah. So then, then they they didn't let me go. They put me in holding that night. They put me in a jail that night. Mm-hmm. And and the holding cells in D.C. are like really draconian. They're just very small rooms that are like. They're bunks, but not bunk beds. They're like bunk slabs of oh, just Jesus. fucking metal, you know, that you just sleep on. And even though they have a bunch of open ones, they still put you in with somebody else, uh, which is kind of fucked up. So I'm in there uh, with this dude who's like pretty fat and he's like sleeping. Mm-hmm. And then I was pacing back and forth and being weird. And then he's like, he's like, 
He's like, dude, you gotta be quiet. And I was like, I don't want to be quiet. <laughs> I don't even. I don't know what. The, <laughs> I'm the fucking messiah. Yeah, I don't know what that. Fuck you. So he goes, oh, I got an idea. <laughs> he goes, and then he started yelling like, you know, they always yell really loud, like CO, which means correctional officer. And then okay. he'd be like, he'd be like, this guy's crazy. <laughs> he's like, he's like, I gotta get get him out of here, or whatever. Which was good because then I did, and I ended up getting my own. Cell. Nice. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. So it worked out. But that place, it's it's terrible. Like they feed you very little and it's just these bologna sandwiches that Ugh. are like garbage and they have this grape drink there. It's like goofy grapes. Goofy grapes. Goofy grapes. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't identify as goofy grapes. He's my patsy. Right, 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 right. right. But uh, goofy grapes. That's so good. <laughs> so anyway, the next day I go in front of like the, the judge and he, you know, he releases me, but I have some sort of date that I have to come back mm-hmm. and then there's like my public defender lawyer who I end up asking if I can retain him I don't know how I had the presence of mind to do that but I did if I can retain him for, to deal with this thing mm-hmm. he agrees to that when, when we end up signing like the contract for that I think in a way I'm helping to legitimize the, the District of Columbia seceding from the federal government yeah That's of a course whole other story, uh-huh. as one does uh-huh. um, then cuts you sometime later for whatever reason you know I walk in through the back door of my uh, neighbor's place was unlocked and I thought it was like, I thought it was some place I was supposed to go, like some sort of IRA related thing. Mm-hmm. Like her, like, like uh Spanish speaking nanny was there. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It was a really weird interaction. I think I went into the refrigerator and I took some soap from the bathroom <laughs> and walked out the front door. I don't it's know It's so why. funny what you collect along the way. Yeah. yeah. And then walked across the street. So like the gas station where I would get, cigarettes but then but then i guess they called the cops and they found me so i was like supposed to go see my one of my therapists that day but instead i got arrested there and then was in the holding cell for the night next day you know see the judge releases me for other things that's too but i'm not like keeping i'm like cognizant of when i have to go back to yeah for all this shit then but then there's now there's like a stay away order where i'm not allowed to go a thousand feet uh to like my neighbor's place but we live in like row houses so the houses are literally attached so that means by like de facto that's made me not able to go to my place oh and be, shit like, kind of homeless yeah and i didn't even really realize about the stay away order so then i was and i was locked out of my place anyway so then that next day or that night or something i was trying to get in through uh, through my like back window i was thinking i'd like like climb up on top of the uh so much climbing and breaking in and like secret agent shit yeah yeah, yeah well again nimble yeah very nimble yeah mm-hmm. well ho- i'm glad well, i don't know if this nimble one would have worked out i was thinking about climbing on top of this big outside air conditioning unit to then like shimmy up the wall to get to the second floor <laughs> to open my back window to get oh, in that might have been really bad uh but uh Instead, I uh, the woman who is next door, I had the stay away order, was like videotaping me on her phone and uh, called the cops. And then I got arrested again, uh, as one does. So that's mm-hmm. three. Okay. Yeah, uh-huh, so, then, uh-huh. so then, or three and a half, or four and a half. Uh, <laughs> so then I got out the next day again, the same thing, right? Uh-huh. And then some time passed, uh, I'm not sure how much, a couple of days or something, a few days. And then I was having trouble with my money because I'd lost certain wallets, shit, or my Venmo plan wasn't working out anymore yeah. or whatever. And I went to Kosi and- uh, The sandwich shop? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I assume yeah. that was some, some like yeah. abbreviated psychiatrist. <laughs> no, it's like- No, a- it's a sandwich shop. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah. A, it's like a very obscure. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a poor man's ABP. Yeah, oh, all right. it's, it's equal man's ABP. Okay, all right, all right, but, uh, all right. Coast, so I go to Kosi uh-huh. and I ordered like uh, 
one of their flatbreads. Mm. And <laughs> and the president's face was in the flatbread. <laughs> I love you got to like spice up the crazy. <laughs> yeah. So so then, but then I go to pay for it. And I don't have any money. Like my money, the card's not working and stuff like that. And I'm I perceiving that that's like the government like cutting off all my funds and I'm really angry. So then I just start like, I have like a, I have like a garbage bag or something. I just start like, or no, like start filling it up with stuff from Kosi. I'm just like blatantly just like robbing the place. I'm just taking like all this banana bread and shit like that. And then I'm trying to like, then I'm going to leave. But then the people that work there locked both of the, they went outside and locked both the doors and like locked me in the Kosi. So I'm just oh in there. Oh my God. With all- it's like a lockdown drill, but not. So I'm in there. You're but, shoving the banana bread in your mind. You can't take this. You can't take this. Yeah. <laughs> that's one thing I say. I'm like, I'm like, apparently, yeah. Apparently the reincarnation of the Rastafari Messiah Ja <laughs> thinks he can steal as much banana bread from Kosi as he wants, <laughs> which is kind of a funny line, right? So then, so then the, then finally the cops show up and I get arrested uh-huh. and I'm in holding. And then the next morning. Is it this? <laughs> <laughs> what? Are they just like, hey, John. Well, kind of, kind of, because I'm the only white person there. I don't want to, I don't want to like brag or anything, but uh, and maybe brag. Yeah. Well, the whole thing about black people being disproportionately arrested. Oh, yeah. It's pretty real. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. uh, I'm going to say, if not the only white person, like, you can count them on one hand. Mm-hmm. Even like honestly, it's it's yeah. crazy. So, uh, yeah. So then the next day, the, uh, there's court, and I go in there, and like <laughs> your bag of banana bread. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Who wants a banana bread? <laughs> 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 oh so then my the public defender is just like dude just don't say anything he's like we're gonna try to get you like not sent to jail here be quiet uh, and i remember like the marshal because these u.s marshals are all over the place and they're like they're fucking <laughs> they're not kidding around, not yeah, fucking around. They, uh-huh. they know banana bread when they smell it <laughs> they do they've trained but uh so 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 they do breathe like weird on my neck and i was like stop breathing my neck and then <laughs> The judge was like, jail. <laughs> so then I was in like, like DC, uh, I guess DC district jail, wow. uh, which is like really bad place to be. Yeah. Uh, can't be great. But I mean, it's, it's like an old jail. It was built in like 1978 and hasn't really been updated. Right. Oh, so it's just boy. got, it's, it's like very small basic rooms. It's like the doors like kind of slide like, and, oh, there's, and there's just sort of. Like a hole in the middle with a couple bars, you know. Oh, and initially, yeah, the wing that I'm in, I guess, it was a psychiatric wing. I guess it was the psychiatric <laughs> wing. I'm gonna go on and <laughs> say yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, it uh, <laughs> uh, initially, when you're in there, you have to stay in there 22 out of 24 hours of the day. Really? Yeah, and then if you get privileges, you can get up to five hours out. Okay. So you get your meals in there and everything, but then when you get out, you can. They actually had like a half basketball court, so oh. I was and I was manic in there, and I was and I was like, and I'm actually pretty good at basketball. <laughs> I would I love really to watch shot. that. A really good shot. There's a video of me playing basketball actually with Kevin Barnett. Oh, a comedy oh, video. God, yeah, yeah, that's a fucking bummer. Yeah. Well, he's a good friend. Rest in peace, Kevin. Mm. I love you. Um, but uh, so yeah, I'm in there, 
And then I would get that time out to do that. And the, and the food was just fucking terrible. And everybody's screaming all the time. Like basically the, the guards are, a lot of them are like really intense. The people are intense. It's just. Yeah, it's not a safe space for people who are dealing with mental health issues at all. Yeah, Sounds like it was, a, yeah. cra- a crazed place. Yes, but also it, it didn't, it honestly didn't feel like dangerous. Nobody was there that was going to like. You know, nobody was going to hurt each other. Yeah. Honestly. Okay. But it was, it was just a fucking terrible place to be. Um, it's fucking jail. It's not supposed to be fun. (laughs) Um, oh, it isn't, but but they had that basketball court. I mean, orange is the new black makes it seem kind of like kind of fun. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know, it's been commercialized. (laughs) man. Um, so, so how long were you there? Okay. So I was in, I was in jail for, uh, for two weeks. And then I was like about to have to stay there like a long. Okay. So I was there for after the first week. uh, My lawyer was trying to get me transferred to St. Elizabeth's to like a psychiatric hospital. Mm -hmm. Uh, And initially the first the judge was like, oh, we don't have enough information. He's like, so what? Should we just reconvene this in 30 to 45 days? Like I was going to have to just go back to jail for 30 to 45 days. I was like, oh, my God. And then like. You know, the lawyers went up and talked to the judge and it was like, okay, we need to get more information on this kid's case, this guy's case. So, uh, you know, so, so, so we'll have him come in another week. Mm -hmm. So I was able to go another week and then it worked out that I got transferred to St. Elizabeth's. Well, I'm sure they see your history and know that you. Yeah, but they had to get access to get everything together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And, um, and then I got moved to St. Elizabeth's hospital, which was. You know, it was a, a bummer of a place to be, but compared to jail, it's better. Like the, you know, you have more, there's an outside area you can walk to. Yeah. It's not very big, but it's something. And then you have, the food is is better. The food at the jail is fucking terrible. Like initially, you're just kind of like trying to, you're like, wow, this I have to like hoard food to try to not be hungry. It was God. really, really bad actually initially. Mm. Um, but this place was better. And then I was there, I was miserable because I was kind of coming down from, from being manic and just feeling like shit. And I did, I I tweaked something really weird in my back. So my back was like really fucking hurting me while I was there. So it was just, it was just a bad scene all around. Um, And, uh, but you know, I got through that and then got out of the, uh, got out of the hospital, like I was saying. And then, you know, went back to Jersey for a couple months. So now I'm back here, but my, all my cases have been moved. It's all been moved from, what we were hoping from criminal court to something called mental health court. Hell yeah. <laughs> which is great, but also hilarious because yeah. it kind of sounds like me and my lawyer being like, look, I am crazy. And yeah, then yeah. I'm mean, like, he's fine. <laughs> but, uh, but that's not what it is. Basically, you can, uh, if you go through this whole program, you have to actually plead guilty to some version or some of these like uh, charges. Mm-hmm. But then if you, if you go through this program, which is basically like, a clean drug test and you know being in touch with your you know with your doctors and with a, a caseworker you go through that whole system uh, uh over the course of, a, of of some months you can get all of the charges will be dismissed oh really yeah so That's i still good. actually have to go to dc once a month to uh in the morning i'll t- you know i'll take like a drug test and then go to go to the court mm-hmm. thing and one time i had to do because before you can even sign into the agreement you have to get like three uh, three clean tests, which mm-hmm. is it's fine for me, but because I'm I'm sober or whatever. But they, uh, you can't do it like monthly. After you're supposed to do it weekly or maybe biweekly, so they would do it, but for me biweekly because I was living out of state. But it was pretty crazy to be like, oh wow, I'm like traveling down to D.C. 
to piss in a cup <laughs> to then travel back was like, yeah, that was like a real gut check. But I met up with my buddy Lee and we had a nice meal. So, nice. Coffee, so. but uh, yeah, this is my life. This is my life. Yeah. Yeah. Merch. Merch. <laughs> Fucking merch. I'm glad you're okay. Yeah. I'm glad uh, you're okay. Only thing I want to say, because I feel like I'm vibing that we're in wrap up. Time. We are in wrap up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Well, yeah, we've been in wrap up mode for like an hour. <laughs> Yeah, this is long for an episode. For it's you guys. long. No, I'm. I'm just kidding. I've. It's been a delight. You can two part it. Also, if you want. oh no, 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 not necessary. Give also, the people what they want. Also, like we haven't even scratched the surf. Like I could yeah. talk for another hour. Yeah, absolutely. But um, but did you have something you wanted to say? Mm-hmm. Just the Daniel Johnson story, real quick. Oh, okay. all right. Yes. Okay. Well, Daniel Johnson. Uh, I love you. Rest in peace. This great, uh, beautiful musician passed away who's really resonated with me because we have the same diagnosis of bipolar disorder. And I've seen him twice in concert. And one time when I was manic in Dublin, Ireland <laughs> at night, I was walking down the street. I think this was like 2008 or something like that. Mm-hmm. I'm walking down the street. I see this guy uh, wearing a Daniel Johnston T-shirt. And I'm like, the high, how are you shirt? It wasn't the high, how are you shirt? It was a deeper cut. Oh, you know I mean? a deeper cut. Um, yeah. And, uh, and, I go like, oh, it's Daniel Johnson's t-shirt. I love Daniel Johnson. And he goes, well, you know, he's about to like perform right in here. You know, at, at Whelan's was the venue. I still remember that. And I was like, oh, my God. And he's like, he's like, it's sold out. I'm like, I want to go. I'm like, I'm, I'm you know, I, I love Daniel. And he's like, well, you should go in there and tell the guy at the box office that you're his brother. You know, he'll let you in. <laughs> so I was like, okay. I, remember, I was like holding a couple of bags. So I guess it would vaguely look like I just got into town or something. Right, right, right. So I was like, oh, that's my brother, Daniel. I'm supposed to go in and see the show. And the dude let me in. No. Yes. That yes. is such a testament to like how easy it is to say you're with the band. <laughs> yeah, you just got to be confident. That's all it is. I always say like uh, with comedy shows, just walk in, say you're a comic. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yep. Absolutely. But but like, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Army of cunts. Uh-huh. So then, yeah, pay, support live comedy. Yes. Yeah. So then I just made my way all the way up to the front of the room with my bags and stuff. And I'm at, right at the front, right in front of the stage. And I'm really sort of like overcome with emotion. Yeah. And I'm crying. Uh, Because I'm going to see Daniel and I'm feeling this like strong kinship with him and connection. And then somebody asked me if I'm okay. And I go, oh, it's just Daniel's my brother. (laughs) Like I already like internalized it. And I'm like, I'm just really excited to see him. He's like, and they go, oh, if he's your brother, like you should should go backstage (laughs) and be with him. No. No. Let me tell you what happened. I'm not, I'm not joking. So I'm like, okay. So I was like, the only way to get backstage is for me to go onto the stage so I stand up and walk on the stage. A bouncer comes, like get kicked out, and I just sat on the curb and listened to Daniel Johnston play through the wall. Yeah, I feel like Daniel Johnston would appreciate that journey. You know yeah. what I mean? Like he yeah. obviously didn't want you on the stage, but he, uh, you know, he got he went in some places he wasn't supposed but, to go. Yeah. I love you, Daniel. Yeah, well, Daniel Johnston is R.I.P. Very, very talented. Uh, where can people follow you? <laughs> <laughs> you can follow me to the promised land. I'm here, my friend. Okay. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. First thing, I got a stand-up comedy special, you guys, called The Manic Depressive Chocolate Fountain Operator. Yes. I'm really proud of it. I recorded it at the DC Improv. Brendan Canty from Fugazi directed it. What? Uh, and I don't want to brag, but I've done a terrible job of spreading the word about it. Oh, good. Um, but if you go to jfodcomedyspecial.com, that's jfodcomedyspecial.com, you can get it. Uh, so please do. And October 5th 
Saturday, October 5th, I'm going to be in Ann Arbor doing a headlining set at Ohm of Medicine. Nice. Uh, it's actually a free show. So it's at a medicinal marijuana clinic. So anybody around that area, please come out. I uh, don't go on the road that much. All the Michigan cunts. Yes. Go out. Go out. Yeah. Support JFOD. I'm glad you're okay, buddy. Thanks. And Welcome yeah, back. at the real JFOD on Twitter. That's good. Fuck yeah. You can get some fucking goofy grapes in there if you stay in. <laughs> Hopefully never again, but you could also go back through his Twitter and track the goofy grapes yeah. tweets. Or you, you know what? If you... Are if you want to show some love, yes. When you listen to this episode, just tweet at JFOD and then uh, put just like a billion goofy grape yeah. emojis, yes, or grape yeah. emojis. Grapes it's and implied. Cherries. The goofy yeah. is implied. Yes. Um, if you would like to follow us, yes. you can follow us at Hot Mess Podcast on Twitter, Hot Mess Comedy Hour on Instagram. We get real wild on there. Yeah, we do. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, which is Hot Mess Comedy Hour. We go live every Friday about 12 and we interact with the fans, the listeners, so the cunts live. It's really fun. It gets real loose. Very loose. Um, and if you would like to support us, please give me a dollar. Go to patreon.com slash hot mess. Uh, there are a couple different reward levels and you can get really kick-ass uh, bonus content. So much good stuff Including there. our entire 200 episode back catalog. Yeah, you can hear the first time John is on. My Worth God. It. Worth it. Just for that alone. He talks about some other episodes. <laughs> It's my episodes niche. on episodes. Yeah. It's something he does for attention. So, yeah. Um, also, speaking of Patreon, I'm going to play us out uh, with the. We like to read the names of our supporters. Um, and I'm going to give. I'm going to get a little Daniel Johnston in here for that. Uh, and uh, we're going to give little shout outs. So, here we go. All right. We got Abby Pickens. Adam Laundry, Adrian LaRose, Amy Bennett. Amy Bennett came to uh, Cobra Club last night. Oh, um, hell yeah. Yeah. And she didn't say hi, silly goose. Um, Aldo Caballero. Come out, say hi. Say hi. Um, Alex Matthews, Allie May, Alicia Gordon, AM. Oh, that's Amy Miller. Andrea Land, Andy Green, Anna Selheim. Anne, Anne Anderley, Annie, Ariel Weisgrau, Arturo, Ben Silver, Benjamin Robson, Benjamin West, still there, Emily's ex-boyfriend, um, Big Booty Britches, a.k.a. Cody Allen, Blaine Fritch, I know, one of the strongest cunt members, a man, a male cunt, uh, Blaine Fritch, Blake, Bodil, Brett H., Brian Presley, Brian Salazar, Brian Banks, Katie Perez, Caroline Hu, Celeste, Charlotte Mower, Chemda Hennessy, Cherry Loom, Chris Jeffrey, Chris Walden, Colin Tashier, Tashler, excuse me, Coral Anya. Coral Anya is the one who made the uh, fake button first off, you're a bitch. True merch superstar. Yeah, I, I will be uh, turning that into his shirt. Yes. <laughs> Craig Bernard, Dan Lawrence, uh, Danielle Gayati, Danny Child, another person you slept with. Uh, I sleep with supportive people. Yeah, you absolutely do. I sleep with unsupportive people. Because the pussy's that good. It is. Dave Rex, Dave Shar, Don Dion, Derek Allen, my very own brother, Devin. Dignified Eggplant, 
Dixie Normus, you get me every fucking time. Doug Hildeman, Douglas Spock, L, Ellen Nordahl, Alyssa Denby, Elizabeth Kaufman, Elizabeth Koroski. There's two Emilys. Have you been ca- gathering Emilys? It's um, me. <laughs> burner accounts. <laughs> Emma, you got to spend grapes to make grapes. Um, Emma ah. Fleisner, Erica Borgist, Aaron Sarver, Eunice Lau, Yuri Kim, Felicia K, Fiona Fagan Cucamiglio, Faka, Spaghetti, another racist things. Uh, Fiona Fitzpatrick, Fuzz Bubbles, GX Barnett, Georgina, Glenn Seller, Grace Ann Cupulus, Green Eggs and Sam. I love when people have funny names. Uh, Gregory Valentine, Haley Cat, Here's a Dollar. Hillary Roberts, Hillary, Holly Harmon, Holly J. I love you hot be- bitches so much I made a Patreon account. Inappropriately Confident, Jake Hall, Jamie Rud- Rudisil, J. Mack, Jeffrey Zimmer, the fucking best dad in New York City, Jen May, Jennifer Rutledge Boreas, Jeremy West, Jessica Torts, Jessica Zaylor, Jill Uhara, Jillian Panzarella, Jillian Russell, Joe Lopez, my bartender friend who forgot he was giving us hundreds of dollars. <laughs> uh, John Kennison, John Williams, Jonathan Smith, Josh Hayden, the internet is great, Josh Myers, Jordane Rashult, Julia, Julia Hunter, Julia Weber, Caitlin Henderson, Caitlin Jagadowski, Catherine Heller, Kathleen Brakefield, Keith Cassidy, Keith Burnett, Kelsey Draper, Kevin Sturparo, it looked like strap on to me, um, triggering, strap on on the brain, (laughs) always, Kieran, Kristen, Kristen Lee, Kristen Weber Bank, Elsie, Lil J, Lisa Cole, Liz Thompson, Luke Dickin, Madeline, um, Maddie Cottom Allen, Madeline Bronte, Maria Schmidt, Maria Houghton, Matthew Maki, Matthew Snyder, Max O'Clock Jowowski, Melissa Loader, Melissa Rawa. Is this list ever going to end? Melissa Strong. We're only on M. Maybe Cherry Productions. This is how much fucking money we make. Meryl Zonneveld, Michael Kalili, Mr. Cunnilingus, fucking the best, post, postal service worker, um, who listens. How do you know that? He, he tweets. He listens to us uh, talk about being cunts while he delivers the mail. I like that. Mm-hmm. It's pure. Um, mystery. Ooh, mystery. Fucking, that is so hack. I love it. Newsy, Noel, Pam Myers. Pam Myers came to our live show and hung out with us in our Airbnb. So fun. Patrick McCammy, Paul Barco, Paul Yanakopoulos, PG-rated name, Rachel, Rachel Franz, Richard O'Peeler, Rick Bertelson, uh, RJCCVIII. Is this one of your operatives, John? Um, Rowan, Ruby Lewis, Sam Turner, Sarah McClellan, Sarah Tamek, Scott Gaslow, Scott Murphy, Shimon Halpert, um, Shimon. 
Shimon, sorry, excuse me, excuse me, Skylar Loomis, Flotosaurus Rect, Sophie Deedy, Stacy Stanhope, Stephanie Barajas, Stephanie Ellis, Suleiman Abdulwali, Yellow Card Lover, um, Yellow Card Super Fan, <laughs> Susan E. Garrett. Is it upsetting that he likes Yellow Card really and upsetting. us? Yeah. yeah. Um, TG. The Impossible to Satisfy Burger. The Whore Next Door podcast. Shout out to uh, to a fellow podcaster. A fellow podcaster. Tom Brilliante, Tracy, Trinity Williams, Tyrone Bryant, UAI Girl, Vincent Elia, Zoe, Vo, and Zoe. My God, you guys are the fucking best. We love you. Be well. It's, it's a, a comedy, comedy podcast. podcast. Love. <laughs>